I need that sports, sports encyclopedia. We were at Steve Kim. Got Trent in the cut. What up, what up, what up, man? The real Coach AB. My main man, Big Smitty. Ah! Are y'all ready for this? Run like something to prove it. Came to a conclusion that it's crazy. Man, I made it Smitty and JB. JB and Smitty from West Coast to your side. Worldwide, we in your city. Keep it one fifty. We never change what's happening. Hurdle Lincoln. In any metric, coach, you cannot have Russell Wilson. Nick gave me my first offer. Like, it, it, you gotta have that story. You gotta be marketable. Hockey, football, baseball, then basketball. Oh, I love this fucking show so much, dude. Are you mixing light and dark at 11 a.m.? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm elated that I can be able to coach, that I can be able to mentor these kids uh, and give them everything that I've learned over the last 20 years. Get Smitty and Jason Brown, kill the ass around. We want the games to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we kill the ass around. We want the games we miss and we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Derek? Man, God, I hate this dang phone line, man. I'm sorry, Jay. I spent all this dang money on this phone line, and the, the signal was horrible. I don't get it. Guess what? All right. Appreciate you. We got a new deal with Mint Mobile. I just saved your whole life in phone drama. Mint Mobile is now a new proud sponsor of the Coach AB Show with Big Smitty. Stop Big playing. Smitty. Your problem's been solved. We got a partnership with Mint Mobile? You talking about Ryan Reynolds' Mint Mobile? Stop playing right now. Hold on. Let me Google this real quick. You can try mintmobile.com slash CoachJB and get three months free when you use the promo code CoachJB. Hey, man, I did did a quick Google search real quick to make sure you wasn't playing around. They got plans as low as $15? They got plans for $30.00. Unlimited everything, speed, coverage, data, access to 5G, unlimited talk, text, mobile hotspots. You can talk in Mexico, talk in Canada, and they're built on the nation's largest 5G network. Are you kidding me, JP? Hey, and everyone wants to know how hard it is to switch to your service. Big Wireless wants to think it's hard. They want you to think it's hard, Big Smitty, but switching a minute is super easy. Thanks to digital eSIM cards, which most phones now have. You can sign up and activate immediately right on your phone. From the comfort of your own home, Mint Mobile does it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. That's why the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty is proud new sponsor using promo code CoachJB. Try MintMobile.com. This is where it's at. We got it, Big Smitty. And hold on, JB. I just read this. Last but not least. Last but not least, man. Hey, y'all, don't be duped by Big Wireless right now. I'm telling you, right now. Mint Mobile is, is through January 1st. You will receive an additional three months free, 90 days, three months free if you purchase a three-month plan using our link below. So, hey, I, I'm switching over to Mint Mobile right now, JB. I'm done with this company I'm working with. They they crazy. The, the, the line, it, it, it never works. The signal is out, and it costs too much money. I'm going over to Mint Mobile, JB, and y'all should do the same. <laughs> Big Smitty, I'm calling you right now. 
JB, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, clear as day. I hear you clear. The new promo code, Coach JB, right here, three months free. Mint Mobile, try mintmobile.com slash Coach JB and get you there free. Three months off, family deals, all deals, short, fast, skinny, and tall. Mint does it all. Proud new sponsor. Much love. We'll see you later. Peace. What up, what up, what up, man? The Real Coach JB is in the building. We are here on EDA Monday, the Super Bowl winning champion, Eric Weddle Monday. He'll be joining us in a few minutes, as he does on every Monday. Uh, we got a loaded lineup today. Big Matt McChesney joins us. We're going to talk Coach Prime, Deion Sanders. Does he want a lifetime contract at Colorado? Maybe, but do they want him? That's going to be the interesting part about this. And we're going to get into it and dive into it. Uh, before I get Smitty in here, we're going to bring we're going to break down the topics of the lineup of the show. We're going to run through it, bring Smitty in. We'll have a little rant. We'll go back and forth. We'll talk about the quote of the day. We'll get you contrary to belief. And make sure you pound the like button, subscribe, become a member if you're not one. Today we're a little different. We're on IG Live. We're on Instagram. Facebook Live. We got everything going on now. We got the new, uh, we got everything cracking. Our main man, Bailey, behind the scenes, getting it going. Uh, let's start the show off with a bang. Prime says he wants a lifetime contract at Colorado, but are they truly feeling the same way? Big Matt McChesney joins us. We're going to break that down. Let's see if he really is or not. Kobe Covington, after talking shit about LeBron. Uh, for not standing in the national anthem, got his ass whooped by Edwards after talking all that shit. But he says he lost only because he's a Trump supporter. We're going to break that down as well. Sean Payton rips Russell Wilson's ass for changing the play. We're going to dive into that one. Uh, can't wait to see that. Gronk has his own bowl game, and it was UCLA beating up on Boise State. And then Chip Kelly drops some thoughts on college football playoff, as mentioned on this show years ago. <laughs> We're going to dive into that, too. Jalen Hurts is hurt. Is he hurt? Is he sick? He won't travel with the team. Um, but apparently he got on a new flight late last night on his own to travel to tonight's game in Seattle versus the Seahawks. We're going to break that down as well. Browning says to the Vikings, y'all shouldn't have cut me as he delivers once again for the Bengals. I remember this kid in high school, Folsom High School, Northern California, breaking high school records. Then he went to UW. Um, he's on fire right now. Do they, they're acting like they're not missing Burrow at all. We're going to break that down. Tyreek Hill misses the game after he runs routes at pregame warmup. Looked fine to me. I don't know what the deal was, but they set him, and guess what? Smart decision. They did not need him. Jalen Waddle goes nuts. And uh, bigger question is, does Tyreek Kill's MVP chances get ruined by missing that game? College football is horrific. Let's just call it what it is. What have we created? Oh, my goodness. The bowl games are atrocious, unbearable, unwatchable. But this is what y'all have voted on. This is what you guys have created. And this is why I've said the NCAA needs a commissioner many years ago. Panther Stadium looked uh, like a bad high school game. What an embarrassment for a professional football team to have 5,000 people at the game. 
I can't wait to dive into this one. The Panthers look fucking horrific. Uh, Antonio Brown graduates from Central Michigan. Maybe he sees the writing on the wall. <laughs> uh, maybe he knows he got to get a damn degree because he's about to be broke in about fucking two weeks. We're going to break that down. Is Baker Mayfield setting himself up to get paid in free agency next year? Baker's balling. Per first perfect game quarterback rating ever in Lambeau Field last night against the Packers. We're going to break that down. Tonight's game's gotten more interesting in Philadelphia with the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Seattle because Matt Matricia has been named the new D.C. in Philly. Has Sirianni demoted his D.C. at 10-3? and three? Interesting to say the least. We're going to dive into that as well. Are the Clippers figuring it out? Winners of seven in a row. Um, we're going to dive into the Clippers and the NBA a little bit. And tonight's Eagles-Seahawks game breakdown. We're going to break that game down as well. And the UFC with the Colby Covington fight after he lost. Then the, the place went crazy. Sean Strickland gets into a fight in the crowd after the fight. Um, we're going to dive into all kinds of shit. We got a lot to discuss today on the Coach JB Show with my main man, Big Smitty, as he welcomes in. Yeah, I love the intro, JB. The way you flew it from left to right to front to back. It was just a smooth transition, man. And we live and my voice is out because I was turning up all weekend. Shout out to my brother F.A. Flew in from Michigan. But we here, baby. It's Monday. In the and house. Can you do here? I can hear it better now than I did before. Yeah, we got all the board back. I got the board back. Hey, y'all. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> I heard that. Touchdown! Hey, we back. First down. Ticker. You is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you call me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> okay. We okay. back in the building. We uh, back. We fully loaded. We got sound effects. We got Big Smitty. JB got another shirt on. I'm on the wireless mic. I'm on the wireless mic. I can walk around. I can walk around butt naked. Butt ass naked? If I want to walk around butt naked. Like if I leave the, the, the camera, I leave the camera. I'm outside. Like if I'm outside, I can go in the backyard right now, get a jacuzzi. Damn. Smoke a stick. Smoke a stick in the lounge. I go to the movie theater. Play the video game. I got the 5,000 new video games on the retro. Damn. You yeah. doing a bit, JB, man. My goal in life is to live like you. Love you. Get the BMW, I could get the drop top, smash. I saw you this weekend in that thing rolling like an OG, sitting back heavy. Hey, feel me? Hey, you feel me? Got a little in there already. Yeah. Yo, Facebook, we on, I don't even know if Facebook works, but we on it. We on Instagram. My main Instagram is suspended, not suspended, it's live, but it won't let me go live for like another couple of days. <laughs> I don't know why. You know what? What you, I, what you say? Start the show. You know what's really tripping? <clears throat> Look, I've I've got a lot cleaner, cleaned up for the show, cleaned up social media. People think, damn, you cleaned up. You just called somebody some a bitch make gap. Well, yeah, that's cleaned up for me. But here's what I don't understand: 
So a dude literally can respond or can write in your comments, Big Smitty, on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You a bitch made motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. You, you all kind of crazy shit. But if you respond anything, and I don't even respond like that on Instagram because I know they'll delete me. So I don't even respond on Instagram other than something like just regular stuff. No cussing. Just like I'll just be a smart ass, but no cussing. They delete that shit, dog. Get a warning. I cannot respond, period, on Instagram. They got you on thin ice. Like, you can't even. I don't, I don't understand. On Instagram at all. I cannot even, like, okay. <laughs> I can't say nothing. So I'm just <laughs> not saying nothing. But I'm on, I'm on, I'm, I'm put on, I'm on timeout right now on Instagram. I don't know why. Oh, I'm also banned on TikTok right now for another two days. <laughs> hey, we, uh, hey, we, we, we need your accounts. I only do it live on the show. So whatever is on the show is what they banned me for. So just imagine how soft we are. Well, we need your account, so keep those accounts alive. Please don't get your Instagram deleted. <laughs> Let's get you to the show, man. We got a proud new sponsor, AQMS, uh, affordable quality moving and storage. If you want to move a car, a house, a truck, anything you need to move, go on over to AQMS and tell them I sent you by using my number, one 333 So if you need to move anything, Call that number. That is my promo code, AQMS, the best movers in the business, 888-233-3110. We also got Mint Mobile, as you already know. (laughs) Changing over. All you got to do is swim over. You need a little burner for the side chicks. You need a little burner for, you know, move move that door. You need that shit. Get Mint Mobile today. $15 plan, $30 plan. Tell them we sent you, Coach JB. The link is in the bio, promo code, Mint Mobile. Come on over and move over. We also got prize picks. We also got Fed Online. We got it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. We we rock with them all. So make sure you hit, uh, go check out Fed Online. Um, And that is our new sponsor for the quote of the day. Quote of the day is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code Believe, B-L-E-A-V. Tell them we sent you. It is NBA full swing, NFL Monday Night Football. You can bet it all on betonline.ag. BetOnline, where the game starts. Quote of the day. Stop letting fear rule your life. Rule the fear. Rule your life. Ooh, um, big I, like I don't know. People be scared. They, they, scared of this. they scared of being scared. Right, yeah. right. You know, if fear is not a bad thing, it's just how do you respond to that fear? Like you just said, you got to control the fear. Turn that fear into some energy. Shit. Fear, you walk on needles. You like walking around, looking around, right. on a swivel. Shit, that's what I fear is to me. There's a video, an old video of Kobe saying, like, yeah, like there were moments where I was like inside, I was nervous inside, you know, for a big shot or a big moment. But like I had to channel that, like you just said, and use that to my advantage. So come on, y'all. Let's do it. I like that. Oh, yeah. Um, contrary to belief, brought to you by prize picks. Head on over to prize picks. Uh, practice makes permanent contrary to belief Big Smitty practice makes permanent no matter what everything we do whether we read a Mint Mobile ad or get online or, or figure what everything <laughs> makes perfect practice makes permanent I gotta that's permanent it's permanant. Gotta, that's it, Big Smitty um, it's permanent 
Contrary to belief, grief is the price we pay for love. Ah, man. You got me in my feelings this morning, JB. That is so true, homie. That's why I don't do it. Hold on, time out. Time out, though. You just said don't move with fear. Now you're moving with fear because you're scared of the grief. But know what fear is. Know what, what your fear is. I stay away from that one. <laughs> Grief is the price we pay for love. Hey, you got to be in love so bad that you know you're going to have grief when they when they disappoint you, Big Smitty, because they don't disappoint you. <laughs> mm. uh, contrary to belief, reality is not optional. Damn. Contrary to belief. It is what uh, it we is. Got question brought to you by Bet Online. Big Smitty, who is the worst professional organization in sports right now? Panthers or the Pistons? Oh, that's easy for me. It's the Detroit Pistons. These men, they lost, what, 23 in a row? Or is it more than that now? 20... I don't know, but. Look, look, look this, this Panthers, a, the, Panthers, the Panthers won, you know, so I. <laughs> a lot less games in the NFL, though, so per capita. Right, right. You got to, like. Yeah, right. but I, I kind of give the Panthers a little bit of a pass. You know, they got a rookie quarterback. You know, it, it, it's a little different of a situation where, like, the Pistons, they got, I think, Monty Williams, a veteran, well-known, good-ass head coach. They're young, but they have a lot of talent. Guys who've been there a couple years. Losing 20-some games in a row is hard to do. Like, I don't care who, how young you are. It's a hard thing to do. They are horrible right now. Let me ask you this. The Panthers are giving tickets away for 50 cents. <laughs> and have you seen the picture? I sent it to Bailey. Did you see this picture? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Pre-game. That's pregame, homie. And then no, that and then I think that's kickoff. So there's two right. pictures. There's two pictures, but they had nobody at the game. Nobody. So yeah, that's bad. I don't that's understand bad. why, but they had zero people at the game, dog. It was bad business. I'm like, that's an NFL organization, Big Smitty. That's one of the richest humans in the world, Tepper, who owns that. Well, they got to do a better job of connecting with this, with the community, with the city, because um, because there's a lot of franchises that lose games, but their fans still come out. I mean, the Raiders come to mind. The Raiders haven't been that good in a while, but their fans still come out and support, so... I think that's a bigger issue than just the product on the field. Obviously, winning solves all, but it might take take a couple years for them to get back winning. So I think this is more so like they got to figure out something creative to get back to the community and get people wanting to be there because a 50-cent fucking uh, ticket 20 minutes before kickoff should entice people to want to be there. So I don't know. That's crazy. I don't know. That's bad business. Uh We'll see. It's E-Dub Monday, Big Smitty. We got uh, Eric Weddle coming on. Big Matt McChesney are, are right out the gate. Our thumbnail got Prime on it. Uh, once again, Deion Sanders says that he wants to be lifetime at Colorado. He wants to be a lifetime contracted employee. He wants to end his career at Colorado. Let's dive into it, Big Smitty, because... Big Matt's going to come on and give us another perspective. He mentioned it the last week. He did. Um, we both talked to some folks involved. We It's kind of an interesting situation. Skip Bayless has come out. Uh, uh, your network should, should, should offer. Should Colorado offer Prime $100 million for the next three years? 
This means Dion would be paid over $30 million per year, much higher than Nick Saban at 11 and a half. There's no way you pay a dude $30 million. Now, is he getting paid for his coaching or is he getting paid for what he's brought into the university? Because over the lifetime, Nick Saban's brought in a, a billion. Billions of money dollars. Yeah. He's not being paid for that. He's being right. paid for winning football games. So yeah. I want to know are you paying Dion? I guess are you jumping the gun here and paying him early? Um, too early? Because you're paying him for a brand, in my opinion. Sunglasses, the videos, the social media following. Everything that comes with it, I don't know what follows it, whether him and his wife are getting into separation or is his fiance separate or whether it's 130 million he brought into the university for just ticket sales and merchandise sales at four and eight or whatever their record was. Are you paying them for that or are you paying them to win games? Because I'm the AD dog. I'm gonna be honest. I would wait one more year and see if he really can turn it. Can his can the transfer portal mercenary approach really turn it, or is he gonna be like, all right, he's just a face. He's a figurehead. He's a brand. Um, it's not sustainable. We can't pay you no no thirty damn million dollars a year. Even though, okay, maybe you are bringing us a hundred million, but we're basically paying you thirty million. We all thought he did a great job last year, Big Penny, by hiring an assistant coaches, a, a, a crew of assistants that had some reputable uh, backgrounds. Yeah, yeah they, 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 Sean Lewis, good friend, hired Sean Lewis, former head coach, left a head coaching job, um, was doing well there, changing that place around where he left. O line coach. Had a legend on campus and on the staff already, and Darian Hagan, one of my best friends. So you got all these people there, but they're they were gone after week four and five. They were struggling, and right. See, it's funny how people people always go back to this Eric Bieniemy argument right here. This is the Eric Bieniemy argument. Mm. I know for a fact EB did not call plays in KC. Right. But EB did manage the room. EB did control the narrative. EB did get after Mahomes, as we've saw that go viral. EB did get after the running backs. EB did control the sideline. You can argue KC's struggling right now. I mean, they won yesterday. Uh, struggle versus a bad New England team. <laughs> they did. <laughs> uh, but you can argue that they've lost his – you know, yeah, that 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 discipline, that that grit, that just that eggshell walking around like this motherfucker cussed me out. <laughs> that ain't there no more. Yeah. Um. So I think that's gone. Well, this guy, your Cirque, says Sean Lewis blew a forty-point lead at half. Sean Lewis blew a forty-point lead at half. I didn't know the OC could blow a forty-point lead at half. <laughs> I didn't know that the OC could tell the head coach, "Move away. Let me run the defense." I did not know that the OC who scored 40. So you just skip over that he scored 40. See, that's what's crazy with the, the, the normal folks have no clue. These these casual fans, these casuals that we you call them casuals or whatever, have no clue. So Sean Lewis did not run 
anything that he really wanted to run. He does not run his offense. He's a lateral outside zone guy, pin and pull, RPO second level, third level guy. He wants to go at it. They were a pocket passing team. They did not run the football. They didn't sprint the football out. They didn't turn back the protection. They didn't do anything that he does. Mm. So people are defending Dion over the Sean Lewis demotion after he had the number one or two ranked offense in the Pac-12 before he was demoted. Not only in yards, but points scored, which is ultimately the number one there, what we judge you by as an OC. We don't care about yards. We don't care about stats. We care about one stat, points. How many points can you score? That's the only thing. If I if I if I had an OC that could score me 50 points a game and he was horrific, as y'all casuals think OCs are, I'd hire him every time. Score me 50 points. I don't give a fuck what else you do. Right. But we're 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 we were we're defending, we're so stuck on this prime revolutionary takeover that we don't understand that Dion told Sean Lewis, nah, I want my son to stay in the pocket, throw the football 50 times. That's why you lost the 40-point game. Not because Sean Lewis is 40 points in the first half. All of a sudden, he became he forgot how to call plays. You casual? Now, start looking at the facts and stop defending the fake non-truths, which is, he demoted a guy because that guy did not want to do what that guy wanted to do anymore. <laughs> so let's just be real. We're going to see a San Diego State team that is head coached by Sean Lewis now. Now, listen, I'm not calling Sean Lewis Nick Saban. Right, I'm not right, calling right. Sean Lewis fucking Kirby Smart. I'm not calling him Pete Carroll. All I'm telling you is that you don't know what he was doing. I know what he does as a head coach and a play caller. Personally, I know. That's not what he did in Colorado. That's not him. Why is my best friend gone with him from Colorado? Why is he now in San Diego State? Why do I know certain things? Yes, I do have inside information that I understand and know. And it's very interesting. And uh, I'm going to be honest. Watch San Diego State's offense this year. Let's see if it looks a little different than last year at Colorado. And then you're going to wonder why. But what do I know? I don't know. But anyway, hey. Do you think it fits him to the original question of him being a lifetime contracted employee? I don't believe that ever works out for anybody. We've heard these things before for years and years and years. Right. Mac of Texas. He not only was not only the he not only left the lifetime deal in Texas, he goes to North Carolina and talks about a lifetime deal. <laughs> right. North Carolina is his home. That's where he started. Blah, blah, blah. Come on, man. Like at the end of the day. This lifetime thing is never, there's never a lifetime thing. You can't even keep your wife. Motherfucker, can't you keep your wife? Dion, you can't even keep your wife, homie. No, no offense or no knock. I'm just telling you, you've gone through three or four of them. How you gonna keep a lifetime contract at a fucking university? <laughs> I'm just saying, look, I like Dion, but homie. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> oh man, no, I hear you, man. So I mean, I think your your biggest point though is saying like. Are they paying this guy for what he does on the field or the the brand itself? And I think right now, the fact that they're having the conversations and having these thoughts is based upon the the overall attention and money that he's generated for the university. Colorado ain't really had no coach like this probably 
ever. Or if they, if they did that, they had to go way, way back. You know what I'm saying? So to have someone who can generate this much attention and money in a losing effort, you know, like think about that. They they lost this year. They, they, they didn't make a bowl game this year. This was a bad year from Colorado once again. And they still were talking about them right now. And it's almost the new year. There's other networks still talk about them. Uh, you know, college game day was there. Big noon was there. All the fans were, were coming out, sold out, you know, games, and they were losing. So just imagine, just imagine Dion actually gets this thing right. And let's say next year they go eight and four. You know, not an amazing season, but just for Colorado's standards and where they've been, eight and four would be a hell of a come up. Just imagine the type of a t- even more attention they would get, even more coverage they'll end up getting. So I think for them, Colorado's like, man, Let's try to get ahead of it and let's try to have the conversations now because long term, as crazy as, as 30 million might sound right now, maybe in their eyes, they're thinking like, hey, this could be like getting a, a discount long term. It's almost like it reminds me of the Patrick Mahomes contract where he had, he got like, what, 10 years, 500 million or something like that. It sounds crazy. Like in, in, in a nutshell, you're making half a billion. But when you go year to year, and the quarterback market is is increasing, you know, you get to a point where Mahomes isn't even the highest paid quarterback per season. So in a, in a big picture, the Chiefs are actually saving money versus like, you know, Mahomes doing a one-year deal, deal every year and trying to become the highest paid guy. So uh, I, I think that's kind of the mindset that Colorado's probably having right now. Now, do I think Prime's going to actually do it and stay there for the rest of his life? It's hard to believe. The only thing that kind of makes me think that he might do it, though, is his health condition. And you've talked about it so many times. You know, you know, knock on wood, we we pray and we hope that it doesn't get any worse or anything like that. But I don't know if he's in the best position to be moving around a lot and traveling around and you know going to this Florida State or going to this other school. Like he kind of needs to be settled in where he's going to be at and get used to those doctors and where he's going to be at too. Let's talk brass tacks here. This is Deion Sanders, right? Yeah. Let's just be real. It's not a stereotype. This is just fact. He is a hood personality, a swagged out, got a, a, a unbelievable following from the culture, the rap culture, the acting culture, comedian culture, the sports world. Everybody knows Dion for being prime time neon Dion. Yeah. Let's, not, let's be honest. He is a swagged out inner city personality. Is Boulder, Colorado really that spot for him? Mm. A town that's 90% white. Yeah. You're telling me that you think this is a place? Because one time, once the first racist scenario that pops off at a restaurant somewhere in the middle of nowhere. First time some kid comes out there and something happens to him at a at a club or in a dorm. Word gets out via social media, and then Miami, Florida kids stop coming to Boulder, Colorado. Mm. Uh, inner city LA kids, Atlanta kids, Georgia kids, South Carolina kids stop coming to Boulder, Colorado. Is that really somewhere you want to be for your life? That's a good Compared point. To Atlanta or Georgia Tech. Or I'm just saying a, anywhere a, down south. That <laughs> is into not just not HBCU. He he did yeah. his thing there. He got out of there. He moved. Um, 
I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing out all the devil's advocates. No, that's that's a good point that I didn't really think about. You know what I'm saying? I, I like you know, my other famous saying on this show is I guess time will tell. You know, to the to this point, there hasn't been any racist issues, at least that, that we've heard about publicly. So, like, you know, I ain't never been to Colorado, so I don't know what they what they get into. Matt can come on here and talk talk more to that. But obviously we know that it's uh it's shout out to you, Alan. Appreciate you, my guy. Obviously, we know that you know it is predominantly white people there. Um uh, but at the same time, it's a small community, and everyone knows Dion. Everyone knows his players, and, and and I just think, man, when you're in a small community and you know like this is the guy, you kind of like know better. You know, you know not to really like fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Because the people are going to come at you, and and it could be bad. Everyone's just a tight knit group. So even if you are somebody who's racist or or don't like what's going on, you might you might just sit back and be quiet because you don't want to you don't want to be the guy that that you know, push Dion out or push players out or whatever the case may be because everyone's going to know you. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. It is a good point, though, and we'll see. But the, the biggest thing for me is that Dion has full control over the program. Like, he can do what he wants. So even though you're saying that's not the best location for, like, the culture, sure, but it's almost like if me and you rented out an event space you can decorate it however way you want to. You can make that your own studio. And no matter what side of town is that, you can make it the way you want to make it. I think that's what he's doing with Colorado. And he might not get that full control at other programs. Hey, D. Jones, black people in the South have experienced racism. Ain't nothing new. Agreed. But they have somewhere safe haven to go to. They could run to Atlanta. They could run to, like, Colquitt County. They could run to, like, Macon. Can't run nowhere in Boulder, homie. Where are you going, Denver? Still, you, that's right. not necessarily the most uh, predominant black city in America where, I don't know, it's kind of like you're on an island, dog. And I don't want to bring race into this thing, but I just know for a fact a lot of folks I've had there play there, coach there. It's, it's, it's not what you think. So I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Should he really want to be somewhere for, for life? at a place that can turn on you in a New York minute just because there's just less of you in a certain area. Shouldn't be that way, period, in this America or in the world. But unfortunately, though, uh, people take jobs and leave jobs because of this scenario, because of what we're talking about all the time, all over this country. People leave because of a neighborhood, uh, community, Karen, whatever you want to bring up unfortunately that's the truth so i don't know i'm just throwing out that those things so matt will matt will be we'll break that down with matt and edub later but it's unfortunate to say the least we got some dick writers in the chat today uh yeah, we do okay the texas truth um he's just a dick writer like you know he's talking shit by the way i'm the winningest coach in indie history um, I'm the only coach to win a bowl game in Indy history. <laughs> I sent 101 kids D1 in three years. A JUCO national record will never be broken again. Uh, highest graduation rate, highest retention rate, and 10 NFL players from the three years I was there and a first rounder. <laughs> About to be the first pro bowler. Slow down, slow down, slow down. You're bringing too much heat. It's on fire right now. It's hot in here. Slow I mean, down. I'm just, I'm just trying to be calm and collected. Um, I like how you did that. I like how you did that. Get the dick writers in here. We we know. Trade the Texas truth probably 
is a kid I cut because let's be honest, he doesn't show his face. Look at he has a CU. He has a CU logo. No wonder he's sad. Okay. 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 Hey, guess what? Trade trade the Texas truth is supporting Colorado. You act like I'm not against you act like I I'm against Colorado. I really could give two shits about any school. So all I do is tell you the truth. You can't handle it. I can't. It's, I can. I'm fine with it. You can't handle it. You can't handle the truth, Trey. But talk about dick riding. This mother got a logo of CU on his face, right. and he's his name is Trey the Texas Truth. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's just funny to me that these cats are bottom feeders, bro. That's why. Hey, bye-bye. Take your bitch ass on somewhere. So anyway, I just block them now. We're, got, we're not going to get into it no more. We're going to block them, move on, because we got Mint Mobile. We got Bet Online. We got Prize Picks. We got all these different people, AQMS. And speaking of Mint Mobile, JB, last time I checked, we had like 10 people who's already moved over. So we need 990 more people. Can we dedicate 10 more of our loyal, amazing, supportive fan base and friend group to switch over to Mint Mobile today? We need 10 more people. I need to knock down that 990 and you knock that down at 980 by end of show. When you do it, write the word done in the comment section. Take a screenshot, send it to the email for proof. And who knows? We might have to bring y'all on the show. Special guests or something next week, holiday week. We're going to see. Moving on. Uh, we're going to get back <laughs> into the prime thing. But uh, Kobe Covington, who came out and uh, basically called LeBron a beard. I mean, he called some names. Uh, said he didn't stand for the net. You know, he leave the country for a country that's helped you make millions, billions of dollars. <gasps> Smitty and I have discussed this in, in length about LeBron. This ain't about LeBron no more. It's about Kobe Covington who loses to Edwards after talking all that shit. So, look, Smitty already didn't have respect for him because he thinks he's a cloud chaser. I don't know anything about him. Um, I wasn't totally against his comments about LeBron, but then he does he really know LeBron? I don't know LeBron. I don't know this character. Uh, I'm going off Smitty's... Uh, word that he's a cloud chaser which i think everybody is but at the same time now he's lost me with the fact that the loss is being blamed about because he's a trump supporter so that, on, the, the fight i guess came to a judgment right yeah no knockouts but again he i watched the fight uh, everything I heard, yeah. I, go ahead. He got beat up the whole fight. It was no. He had no control. Majority of the fight, he didn't do anything. Like, and again, you're supposed to be this tough motherfucker. Talk shit. You play. You know, you're in the UFC. Like, you, it's a violent sport, and you're gonna use an excuse like this. It's such a soft action. You know what I'm saying? To say, oh, the judge don't like because I'm a Trump supporter. Shut up. What about all the other fights that you won that you didn't win by submission or knockout, and you won by judgment? Did, did they not like you then? Because he, he is a really good fighter. He has a hell of a record, you know, in the sport. So it's like, hold on, bro. When you lose, it's because you're a Trump supporter. But when you win, what? Come on, bro. Like, you're a part of the main event. So the whole Trump supporter thing, you, you're a big face in this sport. Like, I don't I don't, I don't, get it, bro. Like, he, he clearly lost. It wasn't no controversial fight, no situation. I'm happy he lost. Because I, I, I love trash talk, but there's certain things that's too far. And for him to make comments 
uh, on Edwards' deceased father. Come on, bro. Here's the thing I got. Like, so if you're gonna hype the show up, because we've seen the Connors and the Mayweathers disrespect each other. We've seen this huge thing to set up a fight that made him a lot of money. We've seen all these things, so we know all the shit. I don't know nothing about Colby, but he went after the cat's daddy or a dead daddy or whatever. And for you not to show everything I saw during the fight while we were playing cards, he didn't even show up. He did. Like, he absolutely was a bitch made cat in the ring. And I'm sitting there like, you called out another man and called him a bitch, which you can do whatever you want. You just got to understand you're going to face that. Right. Uh, if you call me or Smitty or somebody a bitch in their face as a man, you got to have to face that fact. But then you call this dude's daddy out who does, who's, who's passed away. Try to figure out, to me, is the ultimate bitch made cat. If you can't even back up what you say um, in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the precursor of this whole fight, and then you show up and don't even show up in the ring and get your ass dominated and then blame Trump, dog, to me, you've lost. I don't even want to ever hear about this cat's name again. Right. And I know Hector watches these fights closely. He said it was a garbage fight. I don't want to watch anything this dude has to do. He said it was embarrassing. Um, and you get and he's got the main stage. He's the right. main event. Trump was actually there. Donald Trump was literally there for you. For you, <laughs> like if you're gonna lose, I right, lose, but like, bro, go out, like put like I need more effort. I need more, you know what I'm saying? So either either you went out there and you were scared, or B Edwards was just this much better than you, and he controlled the fight so much that you couldn't get off at all. You couldn't do shit. Either way, it's a bad look when you're talking that much shit. So yeah, he's old too, 36 years old. A lot of UFC cats be older, though. It's crazy. Like, yeah, <laughs> they don't know when to give it up. But. He's done. Take a fork in him. Moving on. Sean Payton rips Russell Wilson for changing the play. Now, mm. this game I got to watch up close and personal. I I, I, I I, was with coaches watching this game while we were playing poker. And we all, right away, just all come out and say at the same time. Like, we know what it happened. We know what happened. We know what he told him. We saw what he said. He read his lips. We knew what he was saying. And I love the fact that not only is he ripping his ass in front of the rest of the team, putting the team on notice, we've got 70 put on us. We've won five in a row before. We've also had top three defense for a stretch. Now we got you playing somewhat serviceable again where you're making comments that you re this team reminds you of the run you went on at Seattle mm. with the boom and everything else. So you're making those comments, and then you come out and get 42 whopped by with no offense. Like he takes a step back every time he stay, steps one step forward, two steps back, and it's like, come on, man. This dude uh, is starting to show that weirdness again. But I love that he took it. He didn't say shit back. And then I'm looking at mainstream media, Smitty, and they're saying that Russell should have snapped back. Mm. And I'm like, why would mainstream media say that Russell should have snapped back? It makes zero sense to me. Again, we've created these narratives that the player should have full autonomy. It's a, it's a player-driven league. It's a player-driven this. Player driven this, they should go out, they should be able to transfer, they should be able to go wherever, chase the bag, blah, blah, blah. 
all it's player, 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 player. Well, if that's the case, then you don't need a coach out there. Just right. go out there, put on flag, put on flags, play flag football out there, and the quarterbacks the coach like we used to do in the street, and or just play both. Remember, we used to play quarterback. I'll, I'll quarterback both teams. Yeah, all time, all time QB. All time QB. Fuck, just do that then. That's what mainstream media pushes because that's what we see. We see college kids disrespecting the elderlies on the fucking sideline. We see college kids talking back to the Tom Izzo's of the world at Michigan State just because he grabbed them and tried to tell them something. We see the coach or the kid slapping his arm off him. Like, there's no more like, dog, the coach ain't trying to like hurt you physically. Like, the what? I don't know where we've gone in society. It is what it is. But we push it, too, now. We push it more than ever, too. And we have these phones now, these Mint Mobile phones that everybody sees. So now when you push that narrative and you say, oh, Russell Wilson just cuss out Peyton, then then we don't need it. We don't need to play. There should be no – there's no pecking order anymore. There's no – all right, Bill Belichick, if that was the case, I don't think they would have won many games. I'm going to tell you, if if Tom Brady would just snap back at at Bill Belichick every time that Belichick cussed him out, which he did a lot, I don't think you'd have a very structured, organized, professional organization like they did have. Why? Why everybody, although you may have a Rex Ryan say that he's gutting these players and these kids are getting burnt out, you also have the Randy Mosses and everyone that's ever played for Belichick say, man... I can't thank the dude enough. I learned so much about structure, how to run a business, how to run a plan, how to put a plan together, how to execute the plan. Without that, though, like, I don't think you win certain games because that dude is the one in the office right? breaking down what refs call flags on late in games, why the ref calls this penalty, how do I milk the ref from throwing that flag, all the things that you don't know he does. Same thing with Sean Payton. He has the full right which he's gotten i'm guarantee you from ownership that he can do whatever he wants look at the players he's cut big committee this year look at what he's done this year already look at the shit he's changing there and guess what russell wilson was sitting there like i know what he i know i fucked up he didn't say a word and the players saw it on that roster rather they were and i love that he did it down 42 to 17, because I think you and I talked about this the other day. I said, Big Smitty, that when Brandon Staley was down 42 nothing, mm. did not talk to one player. Did I not say that on this you show? Said that. You said I that. I said that is a telltale sign on how he's lost that team because he didn't want to say nothing because he knew those players were not going to listen to nothing he said and there would have been a problem. Sean Payton's cussing your asses out down 42 17. And those players are like, he has that locker. Whatever he's done, which he's done over time, he has the locker room in Denver. He has the full buy-in, I believe, from organization and and, and management and ownership. And I think they're buying in. I think that's a scary team to, in the next year or two, just watch what they do free agency. This is a scary, scary team because of what he's done after all the tumultuous ups and downs, ebb and flows they've had this year with the 70-point burger put on him, with getting rid of coaches and players and all the shit. So to the point of this long rambled on topic, 
what he told Russell Wilson was, <laughs> which we haven't said yet. <laughs> he said, why the fuck would you change the football play? And what ended up happening is he not only changed the football play, the time was running down. He didn't get the play that he wanted in. And I know what the fuck I'm doing. Stop changing the play. You have certain plays in the playbook that I allow you to change. And then there's some that you know you cannot change. This was one of those moments. Stop changing shit. And they kicked a field goal instead of getting a touchdown. And he's not only teaching for the future, and he's teaching for the now, but he's teaching for whoever else ends up either A, playing quarterback there, or B, Russell Wilson next year, because he is under a huge contract. And I think Sean thinks he can win. I think he can win. I think Russell's shown glimpses of who he used to be. Um, and if we look around the landscape of football, uh, Smitty, let's be honest. He's right there. I mean, it's not like, motherfucker, there's a thousand better than him. It's not like he's just the bottom. Right. He's right there in the top, and I would say, top eight, ten quarterbacks in the league right now. And he's playing mid. I mean, he's playing right. kind of like mid. I don't know if I'd take – I don't think I'd take ten quarterbacks over Russell Wilson. I'm just going to be honest. I'm not saying for sure. I just I, I had to I had to think it through. This year is so unique and weird that it's hard to really rank and decide who you would pick over who. Uh, I I think I, I think I could pick ten in front of them though. But nevertheless, man, I, you broke this down flawlessly. Honestly, I'll just add a little bit to it. Like number one, I think the reason why mainstream uh, media is you know some people are saying Russia to yelled back. I think it's because people just don't like Sean Payton, and I just believe that like if that was I don't know, fucking Kyle Shanahan yelling at Brock Purdy. Everyone would have been quiet. No one would have said anything. Or, or, or if they did make comments, they'll say, well, I'm sure it was a reason why he was doing it. But people don't like Sean Payton for various reasons, whether it's on or off the field. So they're like, oh, you should have said something back. And on, on, the, on the flip side, people love Russ. You know, he's a good dude. You know, he's never argues, never. So I think naturally people put their personal feelings into stuff and they use that for, you know, for the purposes of, their opinions on what should and should not happen. At the end of the day, real football guys, players and coaches who, who played the sport, who's a part of the sport, that's a regular day in the park, what just happened on that sideline. That's a regular situation. We've all been chewed out, cussed at. If you made a mistake, that's called coaching, especially in the midst of a game. There's no time to coddle your feelings and be all nice. And No, you need to understand that what you did was wrong and it cannot happen again. Now, my question for you, though, JB, is, we look at Russell Wilson as a future Hall of Famer. We look at this guy as supposed to be like a legendary quarterback, up, you know, top tier guy over the duration of his career. So, like, is it is it weird at all that he that he doesn't have the full autonomy to be able to switch plays when he sees fit? Because Peyton Manning did when he played the game. I feel like Tom Brady did when he played the game. I feel. I, I even feel like Drew Drew Brees did with the Saints. If he, if he felt like something was a little off, he had the freedom to, to make those changes too because of just the the the, the totality of his career and, and what he's built up. So why doesn't Russell Wilson have that? It's because he had one bad season last year, so we're just trying to erase everything else that he's ever done, erase the Super Bowls that he, he's attended, the one the, the Super Bowl that he won, the like the Pro Bowls, the All Pros. Like, why doesn't a guy like Russell Wilson? Have the a freedom or the autonomy to be able to say, "Hey, man, I didn't, I don't like what I see right there. Let, let me change the play." Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I, the thing here's the thing about it though. 
because I want to address this idiot right here. Why are you dogging out your quarterback on an audible that he's scored on? Sean won't last in Denver. He lost his locker room doing that. Watch. Mm. Um, we know what kind of guy this is. This is a Vic Ryder. Look. So, anyway, here's the thing about it. I don't know if you've seen me cuss out Malik Henry on the sideline or not. I've seen it. <laughs> you know, he won nine games in a row after that. Mm. I've seen Tom Brady cuss out Tom. Uh, I mean, Belichick cuss out Tom Brady. They won Super Bowls after that. Issa, whatever your name is, leave the coaching to us. You go keep watching and betting on DraftKings, homie. That's what you do. You are nobody. <laughs> no, no. Go bet on bet online or, or, or yeah, yeah, prize picks. But you're a nobody. <laughs> like nobody cares. You're in this show. We're not on your show. So anyway, get out of here. Um, I'm just trying to figure out. Do you cuss out a dude as the head coach after being smoked, been on film smoking a bong with 16-year-olds? And how you have how you go from that viral moment to kicking it with Russell Wilson at Denver Nuggets games, so they know he's a player's coach. And now, bam, you got him cussing a dude out. People like Russell Wilson because he's weird. Because we live in a soft-ass society. They like his TikTok dances. They like what he's done. They like his weird, non-abrasive attitude, his soft nature. Because we're in a feminine-ass society, and we like feminine shit now. They don't like a guy on the other side who's won a Super Bowl as a coach. But he comes off abrasive. He comes out cussing at somebody. He cusses. He cuss, turns. He people don't like him because he's demonstrative and he's mean. Well, the players like him. They're responding to him. I'm not a coach anymore for doing what Sean Payton just did every day. Mm. I can't coach anymore because I'm on a show that's 400 million people watch. But this guy does it. Every day. Nick Saban does it every day. Kirby Smart's on recorded messages saying it before a national title every day. But y'all only see it because it's relative to your phone. It's, 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 you see JB's crazy, the asshole. It's crazy how we perceptions reality, though. I'll tell you right now. But like, hey. I'm getting half the play. Whoever you single, you whoever, whoever you bringing in, right, I'm getting half the play. Yeah, we'll get it. You know, we'll you get, get you know, frustrated though. Well, shit. fuck, we're all organized again. So what the fuck Just shut the fuck up. Come on. Take your fucking ass home, then, motherfucker. So, guess what? Went on a hell of a win streak. Won the first bowl game in the school history. I don't know. I don't know. By the way, he was in my office that next morning. I bought breakfast for him. You've seen him on this show, right? Yes, sir. I uh, met him. But I'm the asshole. <laughs> I'm the devil. <laughs> hey, I will say that. That was a legendary moment in that show. I will say that. By the way, those, those kids, those kids don't understand. Uh, the, the kids understand that anyone that played understands. Anyone that played understands that right there. And Malik was in my office that next morning, and we're chopping it up, bullshit, and laughing about it. Like, See, that's what people don't get. So 
the thing is, y'all both just wanted to win, honestly, and it came out a different way. But at the end of the day, he was frustrated because, you know, he wanted things to go right. You were frustrated. You want things to go right, and that's what happens. We're men, and we're in the midst of battle. <laughs> when you're in the midst of battle, that stuff, that stuff happens. Eddie Mac, tell us why. I want to know. Tell us why. Since everybody knows why I'm blackballed, tell us why. Can he call in? It had nothing to do with cussing players out. Then let us know why, Freddie Mac. Yeah, Freddie Mac can call in anytime. <laughs> he a member, ain't he? Yeah, I think so. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Like, it's gonna be hard to do a full. Yeah, I'm, I'm so curious to why I'm blackballed. I want to know, uh, Freddie. Freddie, here's the StreamYard link right there. Call in, homie, since you know so motherfucking much. I'm so I went. I want to know. Since Freddie knows so much about me and the scenario, it's right. crazy how he knows so much. I never met this man. I don't know who he is. Right. Um, and I bet you he don't call in either. I bet you he don't call. I didn't want to bet you some money right now. He won't call in. <laughs> we'll see, though. I have a feeling he has another. Uh, he's going to say some other, something else other than the truth. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I hear you. Uh, but let's move on. Gronk's bowl. Gronk has a bowl game. It was a joke. I don't know if you saw it. He's wearing the medallion. He's he's walking around after the game. They beat Boise. Chip Kelly comes out afterwards and basically has a statement. I don't know if you guys have heard the statement. Chip Kelly's come out and said, "Let you listen. Let me let, let me let, let you listen to Chip Kelly." Uh, the biggest issue that you might have right now, whether it be realignment, NIL, transfer portal, and what would your, your plan maybe be to, to try to solve it? I think they're all a problem, and I think we need to have a conference commissioner. And I think football should be separate from the other sports. Just the fact that our school is leaving to go to the Big Ten in football, our, our softball team should be playing Arizona in softball. Our basketball team should be playing Arizona in basketball. But because football left, and they say, well, how do you do that? Well, Notre Dame's independent in football and they're in a conference and everything else, I think we should all be independent in football. And you can have a 64-team conference that's in the Power Five, and you can have a 64-team conference in the Group of Five, and we separate it, and we play each other. You can have the West Coast teams, and then every year we play seven games against the West Coast teams, and then we play the East. So we play Syracuse, Boston College, Pitt, West Virginia, Virginia. Then the next year you play against the South while you still play your seven teams. You can play a seven-game schedule. You can play four against another conference, another division opponent, and you can always play against one Mountain West team every year so that we can still keep those rivalries going. Not that I've really thought about this. <laughs> Not that I've a lot of spent time. You didn't think about it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, dog. Say it, I, say it. I'm going to be the only person that's going to say this, and I'm going to sound crazy, and we can clip it all you want because at the end of the day, the four-year school coach, the D1 coach, which is hundreds of them, who if they told you that they did not come in my office when I was coaching and asked me, JB, quote, how's Chip, end quote, laughing afterwards, JB, how's Chip? Get the fuck out of here, motherfucker. Shut up. The four-year level coach knows Chip and I hate each other to a level that you can't understand. This man has not only stolen offense from me, it's known, every D1 coach in the country will tell you, 
not only his own coaches he later fired, who I've known for 30 years, come in and show me clips of cut-ups of my Compton College film as an OC and head coach. Uh, yeah, you heard it. To my Friday pregame run-through routine that he took to the Eagles, and then later in a Sports Illustrated article, Bailey, if we can find it, we're going to clip it because everyone thinks I'm full of shit, says in the article, I stole this from a junior college legendary coach in California years ago. Well, he used to be at my practices when he was the OC at Oregon, when he left Delaware, New Hampshire, to come to Oregon. Mike Bellotti, who coached with my uncle at Chico State, hired him. So there's a history. There's a long history, and I can go into it, and I can bring a 1,000 people on this show to verify it. Mm. Bailey, we're going to find where I exactly said what Chip just said years ago on this show. And I'm glad that Coach Davis and those type of guys listen to the show and understand that I said this before. Chip Kelly literally reiterated every fucking thing I just said on this show over the last few years. Literally, verbatim. Not only did I mention the seven-team crossover, I mentioned to get rid of every other thing and just do a one-tier football system. I said, keep the sports in the other areas because volleyball does not need to travel to Rutgers as a USC opponent. I said, softball does not need to travel to Rutgers. All this shit I've said for years and years. This dude continues to copy my shit. Mm. And... I know for a fact because there's coaches that have left his program that will come and just straight up drink with me and smoke a cigar and we will laugh about it. And he'll be like, Davey, you have no clue some of the shit he does that you've done for years and years and years. So anyway, I'll sound crazy. Cool. Because it's Chip Kelly versus me. I'm not coaching. I'm blah, 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 blah. Whatever you want to say. I got receipts, motherfuckers. And I got not only receipts from this show years ago, I also got receipts from other things that the coaching world understands and knows. And we'll get it all. Sports Illustrated article was when he took the Eagles job, I want to say. He came out and said what he does is a new science. It's a new technology as far as what we do. We don't stretch anymore. We go straight out. We do a live mimic game. I've been doing mock games, homie, since 06. Stop mm -hmm. it. Stop it. And now you were there with Mike Pilati at Compton College watching my practice. We were talking. Chris Alt was there as well, a great friend of mine who was the head coach in Nevada, who the Nevada program basically named after. And he'll tell you too. So mm. I don't need to make it up. There's no reason for me to make it up. All I know is when you get blackballed, they keep burying you and they'll steal all your shit. <laughs> Just keep it real. Hey, Felipe, make sure you cut that. And put Chip Kelly stole from Coach JB, and then put the video. That's all you got to do. You don't need we don't need nothing else extra. Just put that, and we good to go, man. Hey, what up, Matt? You didn't, you guys you guys couldn't come to the house, huh? You didn't want that real. You didn't want to come to that realness. You didn't want to come out here. With, <laughs> he didn't want to come to that realness. He wanted to keep you in that Beverly Hills fluff, huh? <laughs> hey, hey, he 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 told he told me you live like three hours out the way. He lied. You guys drove around L.A. for three hours in traffic to go eight miles, <laughs> but you wouldn't drive one hour, 50 miles. 
Man, yeah. I had to work Friday, JB. See, perception is reality. You motherfuckers was in traffic for three hours to go eight miles, <laughs> but you wouldn't drive an hour to go 50 miles. Hey, he, he he said you got that real that real paper. You live out in the hills, hills. So that's that's a drive. So not me. I, hey. I don't know what anyone's talking about. <laughs> it's my guy's birthday hey, right now. Make sure the chat shows some love, man. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Hey. Hey, hey. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, I pull, pulled you at, up. Fox? You said what? You at the Snooty Fox? No, nah, shit, I'm at the I'm at the I'm at the trap, man. I'm at the trap. You better eat some acid. Like old school Momo back in the hood. We in City Five, the heart mirror on the roof. Yeah, LA hey, looking up, looking up. Yeah. yeah hey. hey, hey, I I I gotta I gotta live like I'm broke. You know, that's hey, that's how it is. Hey, I live like it. I'm broke. I ain't I ain't trying to stun out here for nobody. Perception's reality. Yes, yep, it's exactly. <laughs> hey, happy birthday, dog. Uh, you you back home? Yeah, I'm, I'm back home. I should I I'll be out there soon. I come back out there soon. I'm I'm gonna pull up. It, that was one of the options. Smitty talked about pulling yeah. up. He just said you live you live two hours away. You in the hills. You was out. Yeah. You was out and about. You was, you was smoking a, a stick. You were smoking a, a stick, a driving, party. driving a new whip. I saw. I'm having a big, uh, big Christmas Eve party Sunday. So we got the bartender. You know, got some things. Vinny won't show up though. He'll have like 20 juices. He'll have like, I gotta go to wife. I go to kids. You got no, no. I'm you actually off. Smitty don't even have kids. That fake. This motherfucker. You, I got. I gotta go with the kids. Hey, might, he might I'm pull like, up this weekend. Ain't got kids, do you? JB, I'm off Christmas Day, so I actually might be able to, you know, make, make that happen. If you cooking that shit that you that you be cooking, you might pull up. Oh, I'm cooking all kind of shit. I got all kind of shit getting cooked. Steve Kim, come. Oh, we got all kind of cats coming through. We got all kind of cats. Maybe Marcellus. We got. I've reached out to a few folks. We're gonna have some folks here. You know, I got all the game. We got it's Sunday too. Football, NFL's on. So hey. you know. A lot of families does shit, and no Mexicans can come. No Mexicans can come. <laughs> um, Lucy and everybody in the chat knows why. I've invited all my Mexican homies. They motherfuckers like, motherfucker, you know that's our Christmas. We can't come. I'm like, damn, I forgot about that shit. So Hispanic culture celebrates on that day. Mm. So that's their Christmas. So like, hey, them, them, them lions. I told you about them lions before the season. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> they the real deal. The Lions are? Yeah, come on now. You ain't had the Lions in, the, in your top five all season, and they just oh, keep they winning. Frauds. Come on now. They frauds. How they fraud? They 10 and 4. Who they beat? Oh, they beat everybody. Oh, but they who they everybody. beat, though? Like, like who they, who they, 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 they beat. They got they an Eagles the, resume. They, they got an they, Eagles resume right now. They, they beat, beat the nobody. Do they, they beat, beat the they can't win on the road and they're under 500 versus top 500 teams. <laughs> they're that same resume as the Eagles. Who they beat? They should they beat the Chiefs. That's it. That's hey, ain't they? Ain't they? Eight five. <laughs> yeah, like the Chiefs are 11 and 0. They ain't the Chiefs are horrible. Eight five is good though. Chiefs are horrible though. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Chiefs are horrible. Baltimore, one of the better teams in the NFL, Molly whopped them. Um, if you look at the teams that Molly whopped them, they're all in the top of their divisions. 
the teams that Detroit's beat are all at the bottom of their divisions, and Seattle beat y'all. Hey, that was when Seattle was healthy, and that's why they that's why they play the games. That's why they play the games. You gotta you gotta beat who's in front of you. You can't control the other teams if the no, other team. Sorry, week one, right? Huh? You beat Kansas City week one, huh? Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Who they play since? Hey, that it don't matter. No, no, no. I'm looking gotta, right now. You gotta, hey, you gotta beat the teams on your schedule. The Lions beat the Falcons, the Packers, the Panthers, the Bucks, the hey, Raiders. The Bucks, the Bucks uh the division leaders right now. The, I don't care what the record hey. We don't got no worries about the NFC. The side. Chargers, the Bears, the oh, Saints. Their wins are the. I think the Detroit. I saw a thing the other day. Detroit has the worst wins of any. <laughs> that's got nine wins or more. Hey, when they when they pop somebody in the playoffs, I'm gonna call back in this month. You know. Hey, I I'm calling <laughs> it right now. I think Matthew Stafford and the Rams are gonna play Detroit in the playoff and Matthew Stafford's gonna drop he's gonna five pick them apart. He's gonna drop five hundred and five touchdowns on their ass. And I think that the Rams are gonna just <laughs> I don't know. Run that, up that, that, that's the way things are lined up right now. I saw a post yesterday. They're saying it's looking like the Rams are gonna face off the Lion. That's gonna be crazy. Matt Stafford back in Detroit. Oh my god. Hey Jared Jared Goff Jared Goff is playing well though. Jared Goff Jared Goff is who Jared Goff is. Shit, yeah, hey. He has yeah. a good arm, big arm. He can throw it when all things are perfect and comfortable. Anytime their shit gets rattling, it gets going. <laughs> he is bad. He's horrific. He is a scary ass in the pocket. He reminds me of Derek Carr. He has a lot of non-it factors. He is the guy I said he was. Big-time talent, folds under the pressure. Can't mm. beat the big dog. Can't beat the big dog. Tell me one team that he's beat. He scored three points in the Super Bowl, homie. Come on, get out of here with that. Then Matthew Stafford hey. right in the Super Bowl. Come on, man. Hey. He's garbage. Anyway, Matthew Stafford had better. Matthew Stafford had better weapons around him, and he also had a way worse team. <laughs> <laughs> hey, much love, dog. Happy birthday, brother. Hey, hey, I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. Right. I'm gonna call in soon. I'm gonna holler at y'all. All right, my guy. Peace. Um, he told right. me that he, he wanted to call in on Monday. I said, hey, call in. We'll, we'll drop the link. So well, anyway, Tim <laughs> Kelly, bad, bop, blah, bop. That's over. <laughs> uh, Jalen Hurts. Hurt? Is he sick? What's going on with Jalen Hurts? Um, sources confirm that Jalen Hurts will not be traveling with the Eagles on their team. So that was – now, is that updated, Bailey? Because I heard that he got on a plane this morning. Can we find out? Is that updated? Where are we at with this Jalen Hurts scenario? And if we've seen anything on social media, online, Schefter, or anybody reporting anything new, is he playing? Is he not? Uh, I'm looking right now at this last post. This, now, this was 17 hours ago, but it's it's a it's a video. Jalen Hurts is on his way to, to Seattle. Jalen left separately from the Eagles team charter from <clears throat> Philly this afternoon. So. Let me send this link into the chat. My voice just did something crazy. <laughs> you got, you got, you got the bid. Yeah, nah, man. I just was, I was turning up this weekend. I was drinking, I was yelling. Yeah, I was, I had long hey, weekend. There's a report that came out too that 
Dak Prescott and most of the offense ordered a late night pizza in Buffalo, New York, and got sick. Michael Jordan, flu game. And got sick. And dog, let's just look at the facts of this whole Dallas Cowboys team. This is the Dallas Cowboy team I've told you guys all about. Quit yeah, worrying man. about them winning against nobody, beating the Philly. We know Philly's struggling right now. We're going to pick that Philly game later on today. But let's just be honest. Dog, Dallas is horrific on the road. They're horrific against good teams. And this has been a proven thing for years. The yeah. Cowboys will figure out how to Cowboy. So we'll move on. We're going to get to that game later on. But, man, they, quit making excuses. Quit making excuses about it. Like, I'm tired of seeing all the excuses, dog. I mean, yeah. let's just be real. Um, but, hey, man, it's, it's like it's just some trouble in Philly. I mean, the Seahawks is one of those teams where they've been struggling, but at the same time, they can beat anybody. You know what I mean? So, like, the Eagles fuck around and lose tonight. And stuff can get it can get a little scary, you know what I mean? You know, not, not scary in the sense that like they're gonna miss the playoffs. They've already clinched, I think, the playoffs um already, so they're good. But you don't want to practice bad habits to end the season as you're entering the playoffs, and you don't want to lose any type of home field advantage at all either. You know what I mean? The the Cowboys also, I think, clinched yesterday because Atlanta lost. Yeah, we're gonna dive into that game. God damn. Um, all right. Browning says to the Vikings. Y'all should have cut me. Shouldn't have cut me. After he comes off the sideline, throws a helmet emphatically. He's over there talking big shit. The mic comes right free. We should have been Mike ID'd right there. That should have never happened, but he threw a dime piece still to Jamar. Um, that, that Mike Backer should have been blocked, and that should have been a QB line slide or adjustment based on the mic. He should never have came free like that. But this guy is throwing some pinpoint darts out there. He's playing darts, and that's what it is. You're playing darts with no pressure. You're sitting there. They did a lot of good things offensively, which I've come out and said this is why you can't compare Burrow to Herbert um, because Zach Taylor is a much better offensive play caller than Kellen Moore, in my opinion. Now, there's a reason why Kellen Moore did not take the interim head coaching job in L.A. for the Chargers. We'll dive into that later. I know a little bit about it. Um, but Browning's a guy. He played at Folsom High School, Big Smitty, which is a Northern California high school. He broke a bunch of California passing records some years ago. Then he went to Washington. People kind of forgot about the kid because he was at Folsom High School, which is a good high school in California, but they're a smaller one. They're not really, you know, they couldn't get by the big dogs like De La Salle, Pittsburgh. Uh, which is up north in California, a couple schools like that. So, you know, everyone was like, ah, you threw for all these yards, and he threw for like crazy amount of touchdowns, like hundreds of touchdowns. And uh, everybody thought he was the best thing. And then he kind of went dormant, quiet. When he got to UW, he struggled a little bit. And then, uh, and then out of nowhere, he stuck around, got in the league, and now you're seeing what he did at Folsom High School, uh, Sacktown's finest up northern Cali. Interesting to see this guy balling out. I'm glad that uh, California, again, the quarterback state of all quarterback states. Again, we produce the best quarterbacks in the union. Texas is second. Let's make no mistake about it. Pittsburgh, maybe third. We got Dan Marino. I mean, we, we can go. We can break it down. California right. and Texas, to me, are the best two states. 
of I hear you. We might have to get into that because that's going to be a concept. Everyone in Texas is going to be like, ah, Matthew Stafford and Brian Fallon. Shut the fuck up. We got Tom Brady <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers. Shut up. Just end it. We got uh, Jeff, we got Jeff George and Rex, and Rex Grossman from Indiana. I know. You guys uh, You should not even have said that. So, <laughs> um, where you at with this Browning talking shit? Should he, should he flex like this? They're in the playoff. They're in, they're, we, we wrote them off, Finny. He ain't right back. We wrote them off, and he didn't write back. Geno Smith, famous quote. Yeah. Tonight, by the way, we're gonna break that down. But he didn't write back. Where, where are you at with this Browning? I lo- I love it. I love it. It's a beautiful underdog story, man. Like no one has been even thinking about Jake Browning ever since he left Washington. He gets the opportunity, and he's maximizing the hell hell out of. It. He's looking like one of the you know upper tier quarterbacks at least for this season. Uh, we all thought the Bengals season was going to be done with once Burrow was out. And he's like, uh-uh, hold on one second. And he's balling right now, man, making all types of veteran-type throws. He's playing at a certain confidence level that's like, I can I can do this. I can. We can win the division. We can We, we can go to the playoffs and make a run. We like, I'm, I'm putting the team on my back. And you can see the rest of the team, the receivers and the, the weapons, they're trusting them as well. And, hey, I would do the same thing, man. Like, you know, teams – He's moved around, hopped around a lot, and you play against a team that's cut you and didn't believe in you, and then you go out there and you actually beat them. You know that feeling? Like, come on, man. I would I would do the same thing and probably even more. You know, shout out to, to Jake Browning, man, uh, the other JB. And uh, he's doing his thing right now, man. And, I, you know, I'm, I love to see. I, I love an underdog story. I love a situation where, like, players are counted out and they go out there and shock the world. So. Keep doing your thing, man. I love it. Yeah, I like what he's doing. Uh, are we on Twitter? I don't know if Felipe's on Twitter right now. I don't see us on there. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I don't want the Bengals because all right, the only thing that scares me as a Colts fan, I know we're in that last wild card spot, and there's a lot of teams right around that same eight and six record. So I'm a little like, as much as I like to see what Brownie's doing, I don't want it to affect my Colts. So like. If there's a world where the Bengals can be in and my Colts can be in as well, cool. But if I got to pick one, I got to go with Andy. But the cool thing, real quick, not not to go off topic, but I know D. Jones is in the chat. And D. Jones has been talking a lot of shit all year long. My Jaguars, they the real deal. My Jaguars going to win the AFC South. Your Colts are shitty, Big Smitty. They ain't even going to make the playoffs. Last time I checked, JB, are we both eight and six? Do we both got the same record right now? Or are, are we are we tied right now at the AFC South? Out of nowhere? Is Trevor Lawrence looking like a scout team quarterback right now? Is was Calvin really overrated before the season? And we thought he was gonna be a top-tier wide receiver. He's been mid at best. Is Shane Steichen up for coach of the year? Do the coach have the best O line in the league? Like, come on, y'all. No, I didn't know that, but the Bengals beat them, right? Bengals beat who? Colts. The Colts won this last game. We beat the shit out of the Steelers. No, no, no. Bengals beat the, the Bengals beat us two weeks ago. You talking okay. about old stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fucking so goddamn glad. Hello. I'm, ta- I'm talking about the Jags right now. So who they beat last week? I'm talking about the Jags right now. 
Why you bringing the Bengals in there? I'm talking about the I Jags. I said Bengals beat the Colts. That's all I'm, I'm saying. I'm talking about the Jags, though. We ain't, I ain't got no beef with the Bengals. We got a Jags fan in here that's talking shit about us being shitty and not winning the AFC South, and we're tied up with the with the Jags right now. Keep fucking around. The Colts are going to win in the, the division, and we're going we gonna to have a bye week. <laughs> what right, I'm saying. We're going to break that game down. We're going to break that division down because the Texans won last second. Field goal. I know. I hated that. I need. I need them to lose. I'm not gonna lie. I need them to lose. It's gonna be an interesting uh, run here in a lot of divisions. So, but the Ravens are pulling away in theirs. But man, the 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 Bengals are making it interesting. Cleveland came back with Joe Flacco and beat the Bears. With Bears have been playing pretty damn good football. That game came down to. I'm like, damn, the Bears win this one, man. Bears are like playing really well. Uh. Flacco just again throws some tur- had turned the ball over, but they won. Um, came back and ended up getting it done. It's gonna be interesting in the north too, as far as those other teams. Uh, it's gonna be interesting, man, to say the least. We're gonna break that down. Uh, but I'm a Browning fan. I like Browning what he's doing. I'll I break like it Browning. down. Like Tyree Kilbig Smitty is next up on the docket. He missed yesterday's game after showing that he can run routes pregame. He was running routes pregame, he looked good. In the game, he would even be better probably because of the adrenaline rush and everything that comes with it. I thought he would have been able to play. They made the right decision, though. They made the right decision, whether it was a GM decision, a head coach decision, or whatever decision, ownership. I don't know. They made the right decision at the end of the day by sitting him, by beating the Mormon MILF hunter. You call him the Morphin, 30 to nothing. The Mormon MILF hunter, hope he's okay. He got hurt, a head injury. A lot of head injuries this year. I, I, that's a whole nother discussion. We got to talk about one show. Uh, and they knew they had Dallas on the docket. They knew Dallas was coming to town next. I think they were like, let's keep him for that Dallas game. Mm. And yeah. let's protect them a little bit. And it came out. To, it's perfect when a plan comes together, when you're the coach and the GM that makes those decisions. Like, for instance, I had a quarterback who was my starter, The you know, at the high school level, freak of nature, missed practice. I was going to try to do everything possible not to let him sniff the field. Mm. If I could win the game with his backup, I would have not put him in, and, I, and, it, and it worked out. I didn't need him. And I'm going to tell you right now, he sucked his teeth, bitched and moaned. He was a better human after. Never missed another motherfucking practice. He didn't miss another class. <laughs> so if you can win and do it, it's the best thing ever. If you still do it, kudos to you as the coach for standing on business and business. making sure that you still did it. And I don't care if we lose. We lost because of you. And that's how I used to flip it. Hey, we lost because your ass missed the game. No, you didn't play me, coach. No shit, because you missed. So why should little Johnny that comes every day not play over your ass that don't come? So that was one time, Dale. That was it. We won the game. Bench the starter. Hey, locker room shaped up. Coaches shaped up. Like, I had arguments with the coaches after the game. Like, cats like, oh, we, th- we should have played them. What? What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So... Good healthy conversations. I had a couple of my homies I grew up with on the staff, and we'd get into we bang on each other, like cussing each other out about it. Like, yeah. 
why would he, why would I play the quarterback? So that's just, it's just one of those things. The plan came together. Tyreek Hill did not play. They set him for a reason and they won convincingly. It came to a perfect plan, execution, and result. And that is what you want from a coach. Plan yeah. it, execute it, get the result you want. That is ultimately what a head coach gets judged on. So I thought it was great. They got it done. I agree. Albeit, I agree. albeit the Jets team that's just struggling that – can't wait to break this down. Bailey, if you can add in the Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson debate on the sideline. I wanted to discuss that soon, but I don't know. No, nah, I mean, listen, I, I think, you Waddle know. Waddle went off. Waddle went off. Waddle went off. Shout out to Waddle. He stepped, stepped up, you know, with Tyreek's absence. But um, like you said, they were playing the Jets. And I think if they are playing the Cowboys like this, this week, Tyreek, I think he would have played. But for them, they're like, listen. We can beat the Jets without you. Let's get you as close to 100% as possible. There's no point of risking it or making it worse. We know you could play. Let's just be smart. They did it. They embarrassed the Jets. Now, next week, when they when they have the Cowboys, I, I'm pretty confident he will play. It's another full week of treatment, you know, ice, heat, rest, all that. He'll be a lot more closer to that 100%. And we know that Tyreek Hill is in the MVP conversation, and I know he wants to – like ball out. He didn't, he basically didn't miss the game and a half basically because he got hurt last, you know, last week. So I know he's thinking like, man, it's a chance for me to on, on the biggest stage possible. Cause you're playing against Dallas. Anytime you play against the Cowboys, it's like the biggest stage. Go out there, you know, catch 200, you know, 12 catches, 200 yards, two touchdowns against Dallas and win the game. That, that would be huge uh, when it comes to his MVP chances and, and him also trying to get closer to that, 2,000 yards uh, number. Yeah. We're, uh, I, I, Talk to me, Jay. Talk to me, JB. What you thinking? What you thinking right now? That game, in my opinion, even though it was a, it was a no-brainer brainer game, I think that put him out of any MVP discussion. Mm. So that's, the, that's the only reason I put that in there. I just think it hurts his MVP chances because a, a wideout – not only can you afford, like a quarterback can afford a hiccup. Right. He can afford a missed game. He can afford a bad game. Tyreek to try to break the record A, which would be the only hope he has to being the MVP. Because if he comes up short of Cooper Cooper Cup, nobody's going to say, ah, well, you didn't even break his record. We can't make you the MVP. Blah, blah, blah. So. I hear you. I, I think that hurt him. I think that hurt him. Now, if he comes out and has 200 versus Dallas, like in my opinion, to get it back where everyone forgot about him missing the game as far as the voters go, he would have to come out and have a 200-game, uh, three-touchdown performance against Dallas. That's just what I think. And It's possible so now. It's, that's possible. It sounds crazy, but Tyreek been doing this crazy shit all year long. So as wild as it sounds, man, I think he's the best receiver in the league right, like right now currently. And man, the way that McDaniel schemes up, you know, against these teams, I would not be surprised at all if he oh, goes he against Dallas and goes crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like he 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 knows where his, where his numbers is is at right now, and he understands that he got some some ground to to catch up on because of these last two games. So I think he's thinking the same thing. Tua as his quarterback sees it, he wants to help him out. So don't be surprised if Tyree goes off. Yeah. Um... We'll see. Uh, 
College football games. I don't know if you watch any games, if you have any interest. I mean, i be honest. Let's be honest. Let me ask you a real question. Did you have any interest in going home to watch any of the college football playoff game, or I'm sorry, bowl games that were on Saturday? No, I was not interested at all, I'll be honest with you. Um, like, I, I was at a bar because we had the NFL Saturday games. So I, I saw some of the college games on um, – you know, on the screen, I think it was a Jack, it was a Jacksonville State versus Louisiana. I think that game was on the screen. It was a close one, so I was watching that like from the side. But like, I I didn't really come into this like, oh, I'm excited, man. I got I got to make sure I'm I'm seated somewhere. I got my appetizers, my food. I got to tune in. It's football palooza on the set. Like, no, I was not thinking like that. I didn't even know who played until the day of the actual games happened. And, so you didn't uh, know that Grok had a bowl game? No, nah, I didn't. Like I, found, I found out today on, on this show today. I didn't know until this show today when you brought it up. So. <laughs> you seem pissed off, Jeff. You, you seem discouraged. You seem. Well, this is what I told you was going to happen to this game. I've said this for the last three years. I said once you took away the meaningful bowl games, the regular bowl games, by allowing players to sit out, by allowing coaches to move on, See, I, I'm an honest one. I'm going to keep it real. I think it should go both ways. I think a coach, once he takes the job and he gets a new job, he should absolutely be forced to finish the job because too many times do we see coaches take a job and then don't even coach in their bowl game. Right. Well, then, then if we are going to, to my JB's point, stand on the hill, yell at the clouds, the old man on the hill, everybody hates. But I also keep it real. And if a coach is going to leave and take a new job, which I say he should be able to do after coaching in his profession 40 years and, and you know, all the shit I say, right? Uh, putting a kid through college. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so all that, right? Yeah. He should still stick there. Because if we're going to look at the older heads in the, in the room and the adults in the room, we have to say, A, you lead by example as a coach, CEO, manager, operator, uh, mentor, all these things that we say you are as a leader, but then you leave that team high and dry, bounce, don't even finish the season, don't even go to the bowl game, don't even prep it, nothing. So that happens, A. And then you expect the players to stay and not enter the portal, Goes both ways. I think the coach should finish the job he started. I don't feel coaches should shop jobs on the job they're on. And I used to fire coaches for doing it. If I find out, oh, really? I got, why am I getting a reference call right now, week six, on a kid that's on my staff? Mm. So you're not all in here. You're shopping a job while you're on my job. Then you can't do my job. Bye. So I'd call the coach back and say, yeah, you know what? Here's the reference. You're calling me week six while I'm in the middle of a fucking national title hunt. I just fired him. Good luck. Damn. That's it, real. It is what it is, though. It is the same thing. If you're if if, if Fox got a call from the CEO of ESPN and it's hey, uh, we got Smitty's resume here. And now it could be a little different because maybe you're not a guy on TV. Right, 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 right. But if you're on the, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like if, if your talent, I told hey. Hey, what's going on, man? Why are you trying to replace? 
trying to go on Stephen A. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like in, in, in the middle of the contract, in the middle of the season. Yeah, I, I feel you. Like week eight of the NFL season, your most important part of the season. Yeah. Like I don't know, man. I, I find it like I feel you. I do feel you on that. But the coach have finished the job, and that started. And then you got players who jump in the portal, and then we got coaches, quarterbacks that are a backup essential part of Texas's run. Malik Murphy's entered the portal, will not play in a college football playoff game, and we expect meaningless, what we call meaningless now, college football games to matter, such as the Gronk Bowl. Like, it is a joke. It is a mockery. It is a slap in the face, in my opinion, of all college football players. Like, if you look at the game UCLA-Boise, there's a there's a third or fourth string backup quarterback playing for UCLA. Boise's had guys enter the portal. UCLA's lost their quarterback to the portal. They've lost other players to the portal. Then their best player sits out. Nah, I ain't gonna play. It's a bowl game that don't mean shit. Like, what are we doing? Why are we playing that game? There's nobody in the crowd. Yeah. Nobody's watching it. I just asked you. You're at a bar. The NFL put their games on during your shitty bowl game day. <laughs> Why would you even consider having a game on a Saturday during the co- the NFL season when the NFL changes their schedule right now and puts games on Saturdays? Why would you even put a game of a of a of the Gronk Bowl on a Saturday? You were better off playing Friday night. Yeah. You were better off playing, you know, Monday, Tuesday. Like Next Saturday. It's Christmas time, though. So right. people are at work. You got you got weekdays to do it. Do it during the week. Like, I don't know, Vic Smitty. I think college football is ruined, dog. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it is absolutely ruined. And, 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 and it's only getting worse because at what point, let's be honest, what point do people just like, fuck, I, I'm not playing this game. Florida State's had – a whole fucking shift of transfers. But I thought y'all loved Norvell. I mm. thought y'all loved Florida State. Remember the players came out and was like, we love Norvell, we love Florida State culture? Yeah. Like, you don't? You motherfuckers just laugh, homie, and you're in a fucking undefeated. Do you, so let me ask you this question. You don't think these players that left Florida State the other day would have left if they were playing in the playoff? No, I don't think so. In the playoff? Jeez. Nah, not in the playoffs. You have no integrity whatsoever. You have no nuts and guts whatsoever. Not only as a human, but your mom and daddy don't have no nuts and guts, homie. I'm going to tell you right now. I had my son at Florida State. We were undefeated, and we were pissed off at the world that we got dick. We got screwed. Then I'm going to fucking play the two-time defending national champion, Georgia Bulldogs, and I'm going to tap that ass, and I'm going to show the world that I'm the real deal. But yep. now, I do your agree. and your daddies have not raised you to, with any type of fucking guts and nuts and integrity, and now your ass has no character, and you have a huge character flaw flaw now on your resume. And I would look at you different as an NFL scout. I would look at you different as a GM in the NFL. Why would you not want to play Georgia? We needed to evaluate that film. We need to see you play NFL caliber talent. But nah, all you casuals won't go there because y'all think, oh, it's just a bad chase. These kids should be able to transfer codes and blah, blah, blah. No, 
A half of an offense and defensive line just left an undefeated Florida State team because they don't get the NIL money they thought they were going to get. And yeah. they would have did it during a playoff run, too. And, Joey, you know what's crazy, too? Like, they they got to change this rule because, hypothetically, right, could, couldn't the whole team transfer? Yeah. Like, technically, like, couldn't the yeah. whole team be like, you know what, I'm, we're going to the portal. And there would oh, be yeah. no game. So like, why would you put? Why would you set up a system where that's even possible? Like that, that that makes no sense. Like imagine the fucking they had they had nine players left on the roster for this game. What the fuck are we gonna do? So like, there you has to be. Nothing. You don't do nothing. That's the point I'm making. Like this is gonna happen. If Malik Murphy's leaving the playoff game now, like if I'm an NFL scout, I'm talking to Weddle. I can't wait for Weddle to hop on. We're gonna talk about. It. It, he said he was like, I'll stay away from him. Mm -hmm. He wants to stay. He would also stay away from a guy I grew up with, son, in Malachi, who just left USC. I met that kid too, man. Good kid. Good kid. Oh. I, I don't get it. Why Why is he leaving when Caleb is about to get drafted? So you, you're going to be, you're next up. Five star at USC. NIL, fucking media attention, everything. You're a five star. He's he's nice. Like I like that motherfucker nice. I, so I don't know why. <laughs> Mitty, how many? Wait, wait, wait. Not listen. Don't listen to me. I'm being. Listen, listen, I am with you on the current no, I'll take, I'll I'll take it for me on my topic here. Like this is why they're leaving because this they have nothing. They have no integrity. No character. Whatever. Don't listen to me on any of that. Just you know that you understand. Like you're at you're telling me the same shit. But yeah. This is the reason, like, it, dog, this wild. is the real thing. This is the issue, and 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 we fought it for the last two or three years. Get, let's let the players do it. Let the players do it. Let the players do it. Now, guys at 30 years old, like yourself and other younger cats that I've talked to recently, are like, man, it's ruining the game. Because you got younger guys now that know they're not going to make it to the NFL. They get out and do things like Alan in the chat. He's doing things to promote the player in the college world, get scholarships to the next level. He coaches high school football. He wants to coach at the next level. He knows, all right, I got to snap out of my playing career. I got to move into the professional world. I'm going to start coaching. I'm going to start doing these things. There's a lot of young cats like Alan that are starting to do this. Entrepreneurship, online, social media, whether they run a camp, a seven-on-seven, -seven, a clinic, whatever they're doing, they're doing it and they're helping kids or they're using kids to help their business, whatever it may be. Right. They're doing it though. They understand this is killing business, not only their future business, but it's also bad for business because dog, how are you going to continue to promote something that is being ruined day by day by a kid leaving a school that you just promoted? You put your name behind it. Man, come to Texas, dog. Hey, hey, coaches, boom, 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 boom. And then you bounce. Now it's like, well, fuck. You just promoted them, Alan. Now what do you do now? What do you tell the Texas? What do you tell their coach? What do you tell the new kid? So, like, it's a bad deal, man. I'm just telling you right now, it's becoming so bad that I don't know if – I don't think you can rewind it. You can't rewind and fix it. I was going to ask you, like, like, what is the solution? Like, is it is it just, you know what? You guys can only trap for one time. Like, go back to, to the old way. Or, you, you, you know, 
Like there has to be some type of rule, like um, you gotta start all the way over, and then you, you're gonna have a horrible product for probably three years with average players because you're gonna have to start all over and gut it back down and tell everybody, hey, can't pay you no more. Not 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 how we're paying you now. Can't pay you this way. We got to pay you based on your scholarship worth. We can't pay you on what we think you're worth. Can't do it. And if you transfer, you're out. You're done. Like. Make them make a decision. Teach them how to make a life choice. Right. Stick with the choice and do it. Also, if I'm the commissioner, make the head coach that recruited you, who's promised you a pipe dream, to honor and hold that co that commitment and pay you for what he told you you would be paid for, and coach the entire season. Through finish, through finale, through and, the these, and these coaches got to stop fucking recruiting other teams' players while they in the season. Because like I know we're putting a lot of blame on the players. That's allowed now. That's the NCAA issue, though. You've allowed it. You opened up Pandora's box with this NIL deal that you can poach players. Yeah, so man. if I can poach you, you can't tell coaches to stop. You think there's honorable amongst? You think there's honor among thieves? Ah, uh, it obviously ain't. Coaches are thieves, homie. We are thieves. This is what we do. Coaches are thieves. This is how they get jobs. Who gets the job, Xfinity? Let's be honest. At a, at a, there's a lineup. Let's say my name is crystal clear. I'm just a coach. Nobody knows me from Netflix, but I'm the number one recruiter in America. And you line up. No offense to you. You line up. You never coach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, you're the next guy. There's a lineup, and Saban's got to pick a coach, and... So we got Josh, who's a Uso, who's very well wanted nowadays in this profession because of the Usos. We need to get recruited. We need to get an Uso on staff, okay? Yeah. A young black coach will always be number one priority in this profession. An older white cat who has a resume of having 30 guys in the NFL recruits. We know the kids love him. He's a recruiter. Let's just say for the sake of the drill, they take the recruiter, Right. Right. I'm a thief, homie. I got my name because I stole players my entire life from going to another place. Mm. That is what we do. I got my name for being a recruiting thief. I stole from everybody. That's why they hated me. Mm. Coaches hated me. Other schools hated me. Why? Because I took your players. Not from your institution after they signed, but from ever going there. Bingo. I, That's the difference, though. That's what I'm saying. But we still got a name for being a guy that stole. We're the, we're the used car salesman that sold you a lemon. Right. But hopefully I didn't have that resume. I didn't have that reputation. I was selling you real things that helped thousands of kids in my career. So that being said, I'm the guy. There's no honor among thieves. I was telling kids the truth. Everyone was bashing me. They weren't, there's no honor with them. They were lying about me straight out. And I would prove it to players. And they're like, oh, sick coach, we coming to you. They straight lie. Of course they do. They they hate me because they can't be me. And that's just is what it is. Having said that, though, this is the world we're in. You've allowed the, the thieves, which is the entire coaching fraternity, you've allowed the thieves to have free game. Free rain, open water, go get green. The light is green, homie. Go get it. All gas, no brakes. 
I can do whatever we want, and there's no repercussion. There's no coaches being fired. There's no uh, bans. There's no suspensions. There's no loss of games. There's no Heisman trophies being taken from your institution. There's no none of this. But yet they'll suspend a coach twice in Jim Harbaugh for buying a hamburger and supposedly still in signs. But yet Ohio State now comes out with a coach who's been tampering on a recruit being there prior to signing day, which is illegal. But nobody's talking about that. Nobody's talking about Nick Saban hiring a former Michigan coach before they play them in the college football playoff. <laughs> nobody's talking about that. Have you noticed yeah. that being a real big discussion? Nah, it's been quiet. I, I damn near forgot about it until you just said it just now. So, oh, shit, he did. That's what I'm saying, homie. Nobody wants to keep it funky. Nobody wants to really keep it real out here and say that the truth. And it's like, come on, man. Um, Man. You got a super check question, Big Smitty? Yeah, Lone Star State said there in 999, man, said, has the transfer portal short changed the JUCO players with the Power 5 gridiron aspiration? Now, I know this is more of a JB question, being the JUCO king, so I want to hear your opinion on this. Um, well, Allen in here is one of the JUCO kings. He's helping these kids right now move around and get scholarships. Alan, I don't know what you think about that question. Here's the thing I'll say before Alan answers if he's in the chat. Uh, I have to bring Alan on the show a few times. Here's the thing. Um, Juco is imploding because it's being under-recruited because of the transfer portal that sits in there and they're just marinating with a bunch of players, whether they got kicked out or asked to go into the portal by the coach, which is mm -hmm. happening because of, though, see – See, Carl Reed, who we've had on the show, 247 Sports, he's come out and said, listen, it's not all the players. Coaches are pushing guys in the portal, too. That is true, but I want to know why. They didn't sign you and offer you a scholarship just to cut you. They offered you a scholarship, and either, A, you didn't meet expectations, either, A, in the community and classroom doing the things they're asked of you from the program, which they don't talk about. We don't know why the coach is putting these kids in the portal and telling them you need to go. We don't know that. It's a huge missing piece of information that we are skipping over. I want to know why the coaches is telling a five-star kid to leave our program and enter the portal. You don't, you don't do that too often, homie. You don't ask five stars to get out unless there's some reason. Usually it's shit bird. Usually won't do what we're asking them to do. Usually you're a cancer. Addition by subtraction is the motto we use. Right. So you either coach it or allow it. Or or they have another player at that same position coming in through the transfer portal and they need to free up scholarships and they want they want that guy over you for whatever reason. It's not always on the players, JB. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, here, here's the thing. But that's why I'm asking. We don't know. Number one is this. You can't just free up a scholarship. You're honest. Once you sign that academic, you're an academic institution. You belong there for 10 semesters or five years. That is a scholarship. But the issue is what's happening is coaches are pushing them out and then getting them on what we call an academic institutional scholarship or an institutional scholarship or a grant and aid scholarship, which means basically you're on financial aid coverage. I don't lose one of my 85 full scholarships. I can go get you, go get another one because you didn't meet expectations. But in theory, that kid, if he learned the rules and found out, 
he can go and say, I'm staying here. I'm going to go get my school paid for still because they have to honor your 10 semester. Right. Unless you violate something. Unless you violated some decorum rule where we can ex parte your fucking scholarship. I don't know. But all I know is it's happening too fast. We can't keep track. You got 30 fucking 300 kids in the portal. And Juco, which, which used to be football jail, which saved a lot of lives, dog. A lot of inner city lives is now kind of like, eh, you know. Now, listen, North Carolina State's recruiting Juco. They never used to do it. They're out there recruiting Juco right now. We got certain schools that never recruited Juco, recruiting Juco right now. So I love that fact that that's happening. But at the same time, that's not enough. You gotta understand, it's not enough. There's too many JUCO kids and players out there that aren't getting recruited because you rather recruit the portal over over, you know, going out and 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 getting a high school kid or a JUCO yeah. kid. So I was gonna say that too. Like it's not just the JUCO; it's the high school kids, and I think they're getting it the worst. I could imagine myself being in high school today, I was a, like a two, three-star guy. I probably wouldn't have got a scholarship. You know what I'm saying? Only because it's like, I'm going to be last tier. They're going to go portal. They're going to go Juco. They, they ain't going to look at a high school guy. So I'm like, you got to be a four or five-star out of high school to even still get scholars and have a chance. Otherwise, you got to go to like a a Juco or, um, you know, that intermediate level, whatever it's called, to like put out more film yeah. for them to like, okay, this guy's experienced now. He's put on weight. He can play for us right now. It's like co college coaches at D1 level, it's almost like they don't want to um, take the time to put you through the full process of building you up, red shirting you, putting it on weight, boom, 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 boom. They're like, nah, we need you to be ready to play right now. And if you're not, then you're, you're not coming here. It's crazy, man. Hey, Cracker, Cracker, Cucamonga Cracker Killer. Thanks for honoring, uh, thanks for the 499. Shut your bitch ass up. Pay me $199 now, bitch ass. Dude, these motherfuckers just want to talk. Come down. You guys, I, I don't know how you dick ride a human being so much. I really don't. Like, you're mad at me because we're telling the truth on a show. By the way, Prime follows me on Twitter, and I follow him, and we talk. If he ain't mad at me, why, why should you be? <laughs> I try to figure it out because he knows the real. He knows I'm not. I'm just telling. I'm just talking my talk. But see, y'all are so sensitive because you're way you guys right now are setting this man up for a complete failure and you don't even know it. But yet, y'all think you're helping him. You're actually crippling the motherfucker. But it's all good. I'll take the heat. I'm the asshole. I love it. I fucking love it. Cooker <laughs> Cracker Killer entered the chat. $4.99. Thank you to five dollars. We're gonna donate to uh my boy. Funny enough, my boy made a cracker. Pie. What? Never heard of it. He brought it over for the uh for the poker party the other day. It's called a cracker pie. I never heard of it. It's 15 saltine crackers, but and that's all we know. <laughs> you don't know nothing else. We they the mama his mom makes it, won't tell us. Is it good? Uh huh, homie. I have no idea how they made that. It tastes almost like between like an apple pie. It don't taste shit like saltine cracker, I'll tell you right now. Right, 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 right. It's called a cracker pie. Oh, I never heard of it. Is it cracker, hard ER, or cracker with an A? 
we're gonna say cracker because that's what old boy called me cracker. Gotcha. We'll call cracker. Um, cracker I, pie. Yeah, it, Jerry. Jerry had some. He said it tastes like apple pie. He was here. Jerry was at the house. He said it oh. tastes like apple pie. Right there, you go. Damn. I'm about to get a piece of that. I ain't never heard no cracker pie. D. Jones said that's white people shit. And TJ said the same thing. But it was MPS because Mexican made it. Ooh, Mexican people shit. Brought, he also brought um, about eight specialized carrot cakes. Oh, I love carrot cake. Don't do that. I, like I love carrot cake. Carrot cake. But homie, I'm going to tell you right now, another thing, she will not give you the recipe to it. she only give you a couple things. She'll leave out Two of the ingredients he said if she ever gives it up, she won't give you the whole thing. The the carrot pie. Crazy. Yeah, my boy Dave ate, took a whole pie with him, fat ass. He took a whole pie. <laughs> and then Ash was basically playing poker with him. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Uh all right, let's move on before E E dub gets on. Matt couldn't make it on. E dub gets on here. Um Panther Stadium, let's talk about it real quick. It looked like yep. a bad high school game. What an embarrassment by the guy, Tepper, who owns the team, who owns a soccer team as well, who's really, really worth, I don't know. I think he's worth, I think he makes like $2 billion a year. Yeah, he's filthy rich. So this guy, that's your product, though. He needs a marketing manager. He needs to use that money to spend on fucking the brand building in the community. This is ridiculous. Like, what do you do with this? Even for a bad team, this is ridiculous. This is, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what you do with that, dog. I, all I know is you got a bad scenario right here. You got a bad situation happening right now. Jimmy, me and you, if we if we held an, an event at that stadium, I feel like me and you could generate more people at that event than what they did for this game. I'm not going to lie. I've thrown parties that had more people than this. This is ridiculous. Like at a state. <laughs> I don't know. I'm almost speechless, Jamie. 20 minutes before kickoff, not two hours. We got two different pitches we've shown on the show. One is at kickoff. It's not it's no different than that. And the other one was 20 minutes before kickoff. You know what's gonna happen, JB though? That picture is gonna be a legendary picture in about five years. Cause like they're gonna I say that was the, during the middle of the game. And by the way, the Panthers won the game. They did. It looks and Stroud actually not Stroud, but uh, Bryce actually shows some good sign. I'm not done with Bryce. I ain't gonna lie. I know everybody's writing him off. Oh, he's trash. He sucks. I'm not gonna lie. I actually think the kid is, is still out. He's very talented. I think you put some more help around him in about two years. I think he's gonna be one of the, like one of those guys. Like he's gonna be a good ass quarterback. I ain't gonna lie to you. Maybe hey, if I'm wrong, I'll say it. But I he showed me enough stuff. Where I'm like, man. This kid ain't as bad as y'all make it seem. Like he's just a rookie, and he don't have a lot of help in that organization. And it's way bigger than just Bryce. Way bigger. It's easy to point at the quarterback, but oh, it's your fault, it's your fault. Man, it's a, they, they need help in a lot of different areas. And they're trying to put it all on this rookie quarterback who's trying to learn the ropes, figure out the offense, learn the NFL, learn. Like, he's a lot throwing that all at him. Don't don't forget, Peyton Manning went 3-13 and 13 as a rookie. I'm not saying Bryce is Peyton Manning by no means. But all I'm saying is don't let a bad rookie season define who this kid will be. I think he could be a good quarterback in this in this NFL for a long time. 
he just needs help around him. And I think this picture that I showed you guys is going to be a legendary picture because in about five years, they're going to have a sold-out crowd, and they're going to say, where it started and where it's at now. And they're going to show the, the – watch. I said it here first. It's going to happen. Um, We'll see. That's the middle of the game. That's better. There's a lot that's better, but it's still horrible. Man, that is horrific. I mean, you see the chairs on that motherfucker? You a lot see of blue. Chairs, homie? That is unbelievable bad for an NFL game during the game. I would have paid 45 cents, but I would have walked all the way down to the very front row. Like, that is bad right there. That is in the middle of the game, homie. That shit is horrific. Um, but what does it say for Arthur Smith and the fucking Falcons? How do you lose that team? That's bad. That's, that's even worse. <laughs> like, like, forget the fans. How do you lose that team? I don't know, man. And you know my coach played them next in Atlanta. So, uh, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Again, I didn't watch that game, obviously. I don't know if anyone did. He didn't play B. John Robinson again? So, something's got to be going on. He fumbled. I know Bijan. I mean, I, I do remember seeing Bijan fumble. I don't know how many reps he got. He did play, but I don't know if he played a lot or not. Uh, you know, people on here saying he only got 0.4 fantasy points. Only play I saw was Bijan run doing the outside run. You know what I'm saying? They only fantasy, dog. That's all he care about. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he care about. So Bijan played, but he didn't have no impact. So, um, is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. And moving on next. <laughs> A.B., y'all call Antonio Brown A.B., who's yep. obviously kind of been quiet lately, kind of been quiet. He graduated from the University of Central Michigan. Maction. Look at him. Had to be the scene. Had to take the scene over. Um, he graduated. I mean, hey. Congratulations. So I could give a shit less, but I'm I, I'm glad that he got his degree. I really am. I'm glad that another brother got a degree, so it gives him an opportunity in the future. The issue I have is, uh, did he go back and get it because he sees the writing on the wall that he knows he's going to do some shit bird shit that's going to lose another sponsor? I don't believe he has anybody on sponsorship anymore. I think they've all dropped him. Mm. He's made a lot of money, but I don't know if he's made a generational wealth. He should have, uh, but is he going to screw it off or not? So I'm glad he got that buffer. I really am. I'm glad he got he that. He might have just got it just to, like, check off a box, just just to say I finished it. A lot of guys I, I, go back I, I, and do that. I actually hope. I'm glad. I, remember, I know his daddy. His daddy's a Juco guy who was in Kansas. Uh, his daddy's responsible for bringing uh, – Jay Spear, Paul, Levante, David, the Fort Scott Community College in Kansas. So, like, Arena League legend. Um, so, look, great dude, too. Dad's homie. Good dude. Um, the dad will tell you, because they don't really talk. The dad would tell you, this cat went left somewhere. Right. I, I have no idea why. He still is getting sued by an Arena League team that he, owe, that he owes a whole salary to, not only the staff, but the players. Yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah, so many lawsuits against him right now. And that that's man's still on stage doing this dancing. 
<laughs> he got the degree, dog. That's all I can care about. Uh, yeah. Is Baker Mayfield, Big Smitty? Is Baker Mayfield setting himself up to get paid in free agency this year? He absolutely <sighs> ripped. He he ripped the the Green Bay Packers up. Um, ripped that ass up. Has a perfect passer rating, awesome. first time ever. Um, now remember what a passer rating is. I just want to be clear with all you guys. A passer rating is a minimum of five passes. So it's not like we're setting the bar fucking super high. Okay. Mediocrity is a new excellence. We already know what it is. But he passed yeah. the ball a lot more than five times, though. So let's not use that. No, I'm telling you, that's the qualification, though. I hear you. I know. The qualification is before, if the qualification was 30 completions, then no, then I would say, God damn, that motherfucker is legit. It's five. Let's just be clear what we're talking about here. Secondly, I agree. I've given him his praise when he's done well. I also say we've seen this movie before. He has had games that are standout. He's had standout games where we're like, yeah, okay, threw the ball on time. He was 7-7 seven to seven to start the game off. I watched this game in particular. He was 7-7 seven to seven to start the game off. He threw a dart inside skinny eight, bang eight, to Mike Evans for a touchdown because I had Mike Evans in my fantasy. So I'm just saying, he was on – he had great control of the game. He threw the ball where he had to throw it. He did fumble early on. That's one of his big flaws. He fumbled it a lot. But we've seen this movie before. What will he do next week? Because he's had good games this year already, and then the very next week, everyone's trying to throw him under the bus. He's a hoist garbage. We've seen this Baker before, blah, blah, blah. It, can he put two, three, four games in a row in sequence be consistent. Can he do this four times straight? Can he do this? We know he beat Pittsburgh in a playoff game. We know. Can he do this consistently to get his name kind of over the hump? Or is he just going to be a fill-in journeyman like Ryan Fitzpatrick, like uh, you know, now a Sam Darnold, like these guys, Flacco? Like that's what I want to know. That's what I want to see. Cause I'm I I would I would love to see the cat ball out and, and win a playoff game. The issue I have is this division is fucking god awful, and they're in the lead again. I say they went in the, the division, and I'm gonna be real with you. And what's their record? They're Under seven, seven and seven. All right, and they're right on par to be uh, maybe even a game better than they were last year. And let me remind you. Tom Brady was the quarterback of the team last year, and they went eight and nine. So, I mean, if they end up, let's say, they go on a little winning streak here, and the bus go ten and seven, you know what I'm saying? I mean, what are we saying? Nine and eight—that's actually better than what the goat did his last year with the team. That's improvement. So, as much as we want to, you know, talk bad about Baker, and we all do, we've all we all have, and he's earned a lot of it too. We gotta give him that praise when he's <clears throat> doing what he's supposed to be doing. Is the division bad? Hell yes, the worst division of football this year. But at the end of the day, you control what you can control. And right now, they are atop of the division. He just threw four touchdowns, 381 yards, and looking like they're going to have a good chance, a real chance of making the playoffs. So that's all you got to ask for. Let me ask you this. Is the, is the play of the quarterback so god-awful that when a guy like Baker Mayfield has a good game, we elevate him to being a fucking Tom Brady? <laughs> no, nah, it's not that. It's just that the expectations for Baker isn't. Oh, yeah. Could be. Some of it. 
the expectation for Baker is at 381 and four touchdowns. Like that, that's that's a unique game for him, you know. So that's why we're we're blowing it up. If uh Josh Allen does this, okay, good game, but that's like a regular day in the office. We're not tripping off that. We're not used to seeing Baker ball like this to this level at this point in the season when it's like crunch time and it really matters against a decent Packers team as well. It's not like they're just some trash team who who doesn't play hard. So that's why we're, we're blowing this thing up right now. I mean, look at it. Uh, be willing and dealing. And we'll be honest. Stepping up in the pocket, throwing it on time. Come on now, reading his keys. He's looking like a young JB. Can we be honest though? Like, please. I don't think Mike Evans gets enough credit in the history of the game at wideout. I I'm seriously putting him in the at the end of this season. I may have him in my top ten of all time. Yeah, he is that good. He has the most thousand yard seasons, I believe, in the history. Every single season, I think he's came to the league. I don't think he's ever he not he, had it. I don't think he gets the credit though because he's not the flamboyant Antonio Brown. He's not the the shitbird, fucking crazy antic having guy which is unfortunate we talk about blowing up our show and we might have to do some crazy shit because crazy shit is what blows up nowadays people like the de- the crazy shit right he ain't crazy barry sanders wasn't crazy um emmett smith wasn't crazy those guys really are as great as they are undervalued a little bit i think we were we're quicker to look at a guy over uh, even a Barry Sanders, which is crazy. We'll talk about someone else right now. I've heard a crazy comparison that Kamara is the same guy as Barry Sanders. Mm. It's just a different era. And I'm like, what? Because why? He got arrested. He's flamboyant. He's loud. He's There's no way you can sit here as knowing football and put a Kamara on a Barry Sanders level. Not at all. And Kamara is a hell of a player. He ain't no Barry Sanders. But even the kids, comment, the kids making these suggestions are cats that never saw Barry Sanders. Right. This is my argument with the generational thing. That There's two things. There's people that have been in the two, three, four generations. That is why I always will listen to an older person tell me some shit. Because he's lived all of them. And he's still living right now in ours. Right. But when I say I... I've seen Kobe and Jordan and Bird and Magic and Mikhail and Parrish and all these dudes, and I'm sitting there like, dog, these guys are we're not them. And then the young cat, oh, how do you know? I saw them. How do you know they're not? Well, I never saw uh, Larry Bird. No shit. It's ignorance is life-threatening. Stop talking if you have not seen it. Go study it. Watch a film. Give me an honest evaluation. Give me an honest evaluation. If I know you know, let's say Uncle Moose knows football. Right. But he's 29. But he knows football. He studies it. He's willing to learn it. If I know and I say, here, here's a game film on Eric Dickerson. Go watch it. Go watch, you know, years of it. And then hit me back and say, and if he came back and give me a, value, a real deal breakdown, like, man, fuck, I, he, he didn't have the greatest jump cut. I, but you know what? When he got vertical, that motherfucker was unbelievable. Or whatever. And he gave me an honest opinion. And then he compared it to Kamara and said, oh, I like Kamara still. And it was legit. 
then fuck it. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll have more respect. Right, right. But a dude that tells me I've never seen Barry Sanders, and then you sit there and tell me Kamara's better, it's like, dog, you're ignorant as shit. Like, yeah. let's be real. That's ignorant talking. Like, at least, at least give the fair evaluation that you saw him and watched him. Then, then it's a debate. It's right. a debate. But you're making an opinionated fucking suggestion. Just make it, just make a comment just to make them, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that don't even make sense. <laughs> uh, before E Dub wants you want to take a break? I do gotta take a quick piss. I mean, I can hold it though. We got to. I'm, I'm from the hood, so I can make it happen. Nah, because then your prostate, what happens is when you hold your pit, it holds at the top, your prostate starts to have issues. Then you get prostate cancer, get all these other things. So we don't we need you to get that boom, breathe, okay. get that thing. Remember, I got the blood work that's the best. I was told that that you know when you hold your pedo, it can it can help you when it comes to like, you know what I mean, lasting longer and like your pee. So if you pee, boom, and then stop. Oh, okay. That's it's kind of painful. It's not pain, pain. No, but it's, it's painful. Kind of, oh yeah, it's tough. It's kind of but then you let it out again, boom, and then stop. Do you know what that does? What that do? That is basically performing Kegels, what a female does when she's pregnant for Lamaze and shit. It strengthens and strengthens your prostate. And then if you ever had to have prostate repair work done, okay, you may save yourself from wearing a diaper the rest of your life. So you saying you saying the men every time we pee we we should probably do those just a couple times. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna do it. So when we take this break, my, I'm, I'm my neighbor break. has had prostate uh, uh, repair. He had some okay. removed, and he's older gentleman, good, great dude, older gentleman, a brother. He's still in a diaper, and surgery was a year ago. Damn. And. He he now sees the new science and he was like, damn man, coach, I wish I would have worked that shit prior. Because he don't walk around and just shit on himself, but what happens is <laughs> there's leakage because your shit ain't totally tight no more. It ain't, it ain't tight, it's kind of loose. So if you strengthen it, but again, nobody <sighs> wants to give JB credit. Why? What do you think also strengthens it? Hey. Uh, All right, thank you for break, dog. <laughs> Come out and say it's not as serious as maybe we thought, but then that could be fluff too. What, what do you think? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Aaron Jones has had more MCL injuries than I can even think of. He's had at least six MCL injuries. Um, and they're almost all to the right side, I want to say. Um, but the MCL is the, is the ligament that runs north and south on the inside of the knee. Usually getting tackled, you get tackled on the outside and the inside buckles, which is usually why it happens. Um, the, M the MCL does attach to the meniscus deep um, and is a protector of the ACL. So sometimes if the MCL goes out, the ACL will come along for the ride. And, and if the meniscus is involved with it, that can be what we call the unhappy triad. Um, this is at the minimum an MCL. Um, I don't know if it's ACL he had enough, you know, of, of the, of the angle. It was possible. I couldn't get zoomed in enough to see if his, if, his, if, his, if the bone shifted, which is usually what happens. But if they said, Hey, it's not as bad as we thought that may be a good sign. Uh, Jones has done this 
obviously so many times he knew it was serious enough to be distraught over it. Is he out this week? Of course. Um, but is he out a long time? I, I don't know. I would say probably minimum two weeks up to a month uh, is, is probably realistic. Remember, he's coming off that hamstring as well or, you know, re-injury to the original hamstring. A.J. Dillon has a groin. Um, so, they, they, you know, they're both banged up. They just signed uh, James Robinson and somebody else. So, you know, that tells you kind of a little bit. Uh, and they got a short week. Remember they college played. real quick. You know, a guy that was up for the Heisman um, might have ruined Florida State's chances at a, at a, at a playoff. Mm-hmm. How bad was it? How significant is it? Not only is his Florida State career over, is this guy's career over, or, or is, it, is it a possibility? Ooh. Look back. So um, th- this is one of two injuries, likely. I mean, there could be a couple of weird things that could have happened, but this is either an ankle dislocation or an ankle fracture dislocation. Um, I will give you two examples. The one that is probably easiest to remember is Dak Prescott. Ooh. And the second one is Trey Lance. And they both happen to be quarterbacks. But the, the, if you saw that the foot, the way the foot was facing and he wasn't, you know, um, you, <laughs> yeah, usually that means it's dislocated. And usually it takes a fracture to do that, which not always usually. Um, if it was just dislocated, and which is, unlikely but possible you're looking at about eight weeks which isn't bad if it's fractured and dislocated you're looking at six to eight months big big we're back in the building um i just tried it i tried to piss stop piss stop and shit hurt uh we are back in the building dr jesse morris speaking to him he will be on tomorrow for Doc Talk Tuesday. A lot of injuries, a wicked one. If you got to see Mitchell's leg last night, not a pretty sight for the Ravens. That's a big loss. Big loss for the Ravens. We're going to break that down. Um, injuries at an all-time high, man. It's two years in a row. Last year, there was 900. We've topped that already. I broke this down last year on this show. The injuries are at an all-time high for a reason, for a reason. But yet, what is it? I brought up the weed, the Taco Bell. Of course, I'm speaking jokingly when I say Taco Bell, but I'm not speaking jokingly when I talk about the weed. The 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 the, the chemical laced vape pens that y'all smoking. There's something to it. Taco Bell means just the food in general, fast food in general. There's some reason why there's this many injuries. And we got so many head injuries. Why? Every single fucking game is a head injury. And I'm just sitting there like, dog, I got hit in the head so fucking many times. Thigh. By the way, we didn't wear knee pads back in the day or thigh pads. It was mandatory in college and high school. You had to have knees and thighs covered. There was a reason. Because if a femur, the largest bone in the body, hits you in the head, you're going to get concussed. Bixby, I'm just talking about injuries at all-time high. We already surpassed last year's 900, which is already – which last year I talked about the weed and the Taco Bell. This year I'm continuing to talk about it, but it's like, what, what is it? When is somebody going to really dive into it? But we're going we're gonna to get into it. Um, but I was just talking about the Mitchell injury for the Ravens. I said it's going to be because uh-huh. he's their speedster. 
Man. That was a wicked, wicked injury. So that injury right there last year, or last night, if you watched it, and I know you've seen social media posts that they have it, which is so dumb to me. Like, people that put those things out there, number one, there's it's twofold. Twofold. Three hundred likes in here. We've had twelve hundred people in here for most of the show. Pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. Pound the like button right now on three. Pound it on me. One, two, three. Pound the like button right now. Doctor Mendoza said I got hit on the head. Explains a lot. It does. <laughs> uh, here's the thing, though. I'm trying to figure out why nobody wants to talk about two-folded question. I, I got two. I want to. Dive into this real quick, Smitty, before E-Dub gets on here. Here's the thing. People on Twitter are screenshotting the injury when the leg is literally looks like it's about to snap, right? Yeah. That's their clickbait. That's their like. See, when I'll post something talking shit on some truth, though, I'll be just decimated on social media. But nobody talks about that dude showing that. Yeah, and they're doing it for and they're doing it for no reason too. Like I saw that Dr. Jesse Morris do, but he was doing it for educational purposes, explaining what the situation was, how long it'll last. A lot of people are just doing it just to like get likes, get clicks. Get, like, I mean, it's so yeah. stupid. So flip side, now on mainstream media, which also burns a hole in me. We won't show it, but just know it's a gruesome injury. But we won't show it. Right. I'm like. We used to show that shit. Chris Berman had a whole thing. We used to show all the major injuries of the weekend, and it was like clip after clip after clip. That used to be one of my favorite things to watch on Chris Berman. Mm. Injuries? Yeah. So they used to show like the nasty, you know, big hit, you know, like a cat coming across. Wow. His sticks. I'm, I, I, I remember the hit stick. I remember nah, the injuries. Though. His stick. It was oh, really man. like the, the – Motherfucker decapitated, like catch his leg bent back. Like used to we so so I don't know if you remember, but Warren Sapp decapitated the center for the for the uh, Green Bay Packers on a on a pillback block. Mm. By the way, E Dub's coming in. E Dub's gonna look a little different. So don't be shocked, anybody. Don't be shocked. He's gonna look, he's gonna look a little different. Chat. Drop your comments on what you think E-Dub looks like. Keep it non-racist. We're not racist. So. He got braids? What do you mean? Uh, you're going to be interested. He got a wave cap? To me, he looks like a Utah Utes. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> well, the Utah Utes been balling. Let's break it down. It's E-Dub Monday. Welcome in. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> hey, what's up? What's up? We okay. at When's the last time somebody has seen your facial features? It's been it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, it's good time for a change, man. The the beard it's a lot it's a lot of upkeep. I shaved the head too, so Ooh. you know I'm not bald. Don't don't get it twisted. This makes you feel like you can go out and play. I think I have that feeling. I got a drill. <laughs> no, no, no chance, no chance on that. Uh, but I know. I know the Ravens and Rams. My my guys are rolling right now. Uh, good games. Uh, good games for the weekend. Uh, a lot of a lot going on in the sports world. Good to see you guys. I hope you had a great weekend and uh, yes, Christmas week. A lot a lot of stuff coming on this week and big yeah. game for the Rams on Thursday, et cetera, et cetera. So 
Hey, y'all having a Christmas Eve party. Got people coming over. Oh, I'm smoking. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. I'm doing all kinds of stuff. Let me ask you something. Devil's Advocate, I want to ask you something. So back in the day, you remember this, of course. We talk about it. Hits used to be big and they used to be shown. We used to show nasty hits, nasty injuries. They were part of the game. We would show them. Chris Bourbon had a whole segment on Ronnie Lott smoking somebody. He getting flipped upside down, landed on his head. I mean, we nowadays there's a we won't show this injury, so please just understand that you know Mitchell got hurt yesterday. But on Twitter, this cat screenshotting the dude's leg when he's like this. People don't remember Freddie Mitchell when his foot hit his forehead because Freddie's little brother Tremaine was my receiver at Compton. I've known Freddie a long time, helping him with class at UCLA. His brother came and played for me, so we got real close. He never watched that ever. He, he was like, I refuse to watch it. I won't replay it and watch it. Then he goes to the Eagles, has a pretty decent career. He catches a huge ball to get him in the Super Bowl. Like, he, he he went on and kept playing. Nowadays, though, I don't know if – I'm playing devil's advocate. Is there a problem with showing it? And, and is, if we just become soft, we won't show it? Because you remember when Warren Sapp decapitated the center for the Green Bay Packers on the pill black off the, off the return, and he got decimated for it. They wouldn't show that now. Uh, it's that's that's part of the game. Like uh, injuries happen. The bit the biggest thing for me is I always want to watch it to see how bad it is. You know, like yeah, the Mitchell the Mitchell one last night. You knew right away his his season's yeah. done. Unfortunately, that's a bad one. But like when you watch Trevor Lawrence, it rolled. If this is the ankle, it rolled yeah. this way. That that's not even bad. He, he, as you could tell, he was back practicing. Like he could have played through that. I've played through those. So it, the, for me, it's more. You know, you're you're always you want to see how it happened. You want to see if it was non-contact. You want to see if it was a fluke, like those type of things. But of course, you know the the NFL is looking at it like, gosh, are you know the concussions, this and that. Like let's let's just make it seem that injuries never happen when they happen every game. So I, I we just got to embrace the game for what it is and highlight what makes this game gate great and why people enjoy it and watch it. And that's the physicality. That's the skill. That's the schematics. That's the leadership. That's the team camaraderie uh, who, who becomes the best team towards the end of the year and makes a run at the playoffs. Like, that's what the game brings, not trying to hide the things that people want to see. Mm. <clears throat> That's real. Yeah. That's real, man. And staying on – my voice a little out. I was turning up all weekend. Hey, like, I see. Hey, your boy came into town, huh? <clears throat> yeah, he came into town, man. Happy birthday, F.A. Uh, it was a good weekend. But since we're talking about the Ravens, your Ravens, can we can, – let's, let's continue down that train. How impressive oh. was the victory? Even with Mitchell <laughs> going out, they, they still control the line of scrimmage. Continue, continue to run the ball well. Uh, Lamar made plays when he needed to make plays, and, and I'm, 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 we all went crazy, you know. At least social media did when he broke that tackle and threw the ball across his crosses uh the, the field to Isaiah Likely, I believe, who caught it. Uh, but just in general, how impressive is the Ravens? Are they looking right now? Yeah, I uh, I think that was a big win. I'm not I'm not denying that. I still I look at it more as as is the way they played against Jacksonville going to win the Super Bowl? And I, and I don't think so with some of the the things that are they're creeping in in a sense. The run get, run defense, uh, some of the some of those plays Lamar made were I feel unnecessary when he had guys open 
before that, if that makes sense. Like the one he threw to, he threw late over the middle. Like he had a speed out at 10 to 12 yards that if he just throws in rhythm, even though pressure is coming, that's where the ball is supposed to go instead of, you know, trying to make a play with his feet. So I, I still think there are times where if his eyes are in the right position, he can make those throws. Right. It's just, I, I'm not sure how that, that point's getting across where you don't need to run around crazy and make some heroic play. Like that Isaiah likely it was a great play, but in the playoffs, are you going to, are you going to do that jump ball with the game on the line in double coverage? Like you don't want that, you know, and, and it worked out, but I'd rather him methodically boom, boom, boom. Like the, that same throw that hit on the two yard line in rhythm, knew the coverage, get the ball out, attack the, you know, that's great quarterback play. Yeah. Him running around making plays is great too, but I just don't see that winning in the AFC Championship to go to the Super Bowl, you know? And I want them to see, I want to see them progress. So when he gets in that moment, he's going to win the game for his team and not, uh, you know, he he's incredible. I'm not, I'm not trying to nah, show you're, you're him. Keeping I, just, it real. No, I, I love it. And, and defensively, like, you take away those turnovers, man, and, and the unforced errors, that game's a lot tighter and a lot closer. So uh, getting Hamilton in there, I know he was he was hurt. Uh, you know, you have those rules throughout the season, but I still think they're the top team in the AFC, and, and I still think they're the only team that can match up with the Niners and potentially beat them in the Super Bowl right now. Hey, baby, take us to film session. We're going to go to the chalkboard. Uh, and we're going to talk about, hey, Smitty, it's crazy. Um, it's crazy, Smitty, that uh, when Edub says it, it's keeping it real. I say it. I'm a hater. Mother. Nah, you say it. Hold on, JV. You be saying <laughs> st- you be saying it different. Lamar's horrible. Look at this. Like, come on now. Don't try to don't try to keep it real, JV. Keep it funky. You like I did that, Edub. All right. Edub, I want to break this play down. It's a little boot naked play. And this is against Detroit earlier in the year. I got some new film too, but here's what I, this is what I think wins Super Bowls and what does it. So basically we have a rotational one high look where I'm going to show you the film here. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. We got this one high safety right here, E-Dub, and we got a corner who's belling. So we got this corner who's getting out of here, trying to get to his third. He's trying to rotate. We got this flat defender here. In the NFL, in my opinion, if you're going to be a Super Bowl or an MVP guy that he has been, you have to make this throw right there in that red zone. In that red block right here, this ball needs to be thrown, and we'll see it. That ball needs to be thrown right here, Edub, so he can run it. That is a touchdown-making play that, in my opinion, breaks the back off of defenses later in playoffs where the throw he makes is the safe throw we're talking about, but this is not the safe throw time. This is the time where we take the shot because it's first down, it's first down, E-Dub. Why not? This is not, you're not gaining, he didn't gain a yard on this play. For and sure. I'm just like, well, that's the shot and that's the coverage of, <laughs> coverage in my opinion, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, there there are a few things I would I would say. This is it being coached short to deep? Is it is being coached bottom, you know, deep to short as he comes out? Is he is his eyes reading that corner in a single high? Where if he is, then he knows right now I have that throw. Like mm. there are a lot of things that, but that's open, right? We don't. Yeah, that's a hundred percent open. But we don't. Maybe Monken's like, listen, 
No doubt. You're you're short to deep. If it's there, just take it. We'll move forward. But in most cases, you're teaching them where his eyes need to be so you could take the shot if it's there uh, off the play. Actually, that's like a gift throw or a rhythm throw where, you know, that's your first read. If it's there, if it's not there, then you go to your read progression. So, uh, but Ida, let me ask you something. So if, if that's the case, what, to your point, we want to see him take the gifts. We want to see him take what yes. the gives him instead of spinning around, throwing that ball up to likely last night, which was a hell of a catch and a save. Let's just be honest. He saved Lamar, which, which winning teams do have to do for their quarterback. I'm not, I'm not saying that he didn't make a play, but he also had the crosser right in his face shallow. That was wide open. But See, look right at, here. Yeah, right there. I don't know if he's looking at that boundary side corner off the fake, which no, he's not. That's, that's, that's your first read in this. That's, that's who you're looking at. So his eyes at the snap should be there to see yep. if he's got that initial throw. You always have that flat route or you just always, run it. Always. Um, so, so that's my point. Like, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to figure out, like, are we, I love that though. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. This, well, this yeah, is so, awesome. listen, listen, this is so hard to do. You're reading it now run and now have a pass read. Like this is three plays in one, a true a triple option with a pass, which is yeah, it's crazy. It's I think Lamar's the only guy that could do that level of play with an RPO scheme. I mean, that's, that's incredible. So we call this one EW, you know, that we're going to call him one, the one big Smitty's the read key off yeah. for the run game. So the DN crashes, we're going to call him one. That means if one crashes, we pull the football. So we're going to call him one. And this is what he does. He takes the back. So Lamar will now pull the football. Yep. Number two is going to show up. Now, who is number two? Is number two this skiff we call seam curl flat player, or is he somebody that's coming out of the alley out here? Number two, Smitty, is our throw key. Yep. One is our give read for the run. Two is the throw key. So obviously common football for everyone in the room on our show. Now, who is number two? That guy right there is number two. So he obviously was number two, and they ran a little gift slant behind him, and then that, that's replacing him. So that's triple option at its finest. It's basically RPO as long as he doesn't throw across the line of scrimmage. Lamar can't cross that line of scrimmage. But we do the same thing with bubble attachments, Edub, as you do as well. So we can do that, and we can throw the ball behind us, and we can be running 50 yards down the field as the quarterback. So there's a difference. There's a difference of – the, the type of throw they're running triple big smitty with rpo effect on that play Instead of but we run it also with the bubble attachment so you can do it both ways but yeah i agree with edub he's probably the only guy to do that particular play in the league justin fields i think can do it too but i don't think justin has the experience that lamar has at this nature so i agree but but here's the plays that i think edub wants to talk about these are the things we're going to see him make on a consistent basis. Yeah. Throw that ball right here in the pocket, not running yep. around on time. He we sees got, the window right yeah. here, right? He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Dallas right here, double digs with the post to clear out if it's single high. I mean, this is this is good. First reads covered. You go to the second window on time. He can make these throws. It's it's just we want to see more consistency because when you get in the playoffs. You get against top defenses that scheme for you all season. They got 18 games of what you do good and what you don't do good. That's what they're going to exploit. 
and you got to make the defenses hurt. And this is this is top notch right here. I mean, this is. And I think is this part of he getting older in the business in the game, but is it also do you you obviously like the hire of of Munkin, Munkin Coach Munkin, who's I think have has absolutely drilled in progressive reads, progressions one mm-hmm. to two. You don't like it. Get out. Let's stop with the ad lib plays as much as he's used to doing. That's a great throw. Like he's yeah. he's not a, he's ad lib, but he's not as ad lib as he once was. Yeah. I, I, well, right. they've li- they've limited those those big time shots off the run game that got him the MVP or where you're getting zero. I mean, when when he took the league by storm, it was his running that set up the pass. Where now his quick game timing passing is now in the boot and waggles is setting up his running, which is you still have that element. But before he was the fastest, quickest, most electric player on the field. Right. Back right. in 18 when he won his MVP. I mean, no one could touch him. So yeah. everyone had to stack the box. You couldn't. If you didn't, it was a wrap. So now they've kind of switched that back where uh, he's getting the ball out. He's, you know, they're, they're winning because of the team, but he's a big part of what they're doing. He's healthy. Doesn't help when he's missed like five games last couple of years when they've had winning seasons. But he's healthy. He's leading them. Uh, and you can't say enough about it. it. Continues to get better. It's what you want to see. Hey, Edep, so we'll break down some triple real quick. So this is what we saw in the last play. So here's the defensive end we call the number one. All right, he's number one. That's the read key. So if he die, if he dies and cancels the back, which you just saw. What you just saw, if he cancels the back in the mesh, then he pulls the football. And now number two has to show up to throw. Now, we can bubble him or we can replace him on a slant. He ran past for the bubble. They replaced him on the slant, and that is what you saw on that. It's a triple option, but it also includes RPO as long as he stays behind the LOS line of scrimmage. So that's a one play how they can do it. They're putting this guy in conflict. They have screwed him. He can't be right. He pulled the ball. It's Lamar freaking Jackson. He's going to dominate the line of scrimmage with his athleticism. Now it puts guys like this in conflict on do we tackle this freak or do we play the pass because we know he's a thrower, not a passer, but he will beat us deep, as you saw in Hollywood Brown MVP seasons, where he'll throw it over the top because we're in cover zero trying to stop the run game. So you're in a very peculiar situation defending Lamar, Edub, and uh, I think Monken's doing a good job of, of what they're doing in the triple option game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're – it, the way they run the football, I mean, losing Mitchell is going to hurt. Still have Edwards, they still have Hill, they still have Lamar running it. But I mean, you pick your poison, especially with that defense, the way they're playing. I I wouldn't want to play them. Uh, you know, it, it's even more impressive what the Rams did to compete with them on the yeah. road last week, showing how good they're playing right now. And and they really should have put up fifty on Washington yesterday. Uh, but I'm telling you, trying to go through M&T Bank in the playoffs, if they could hold on, they got three tough games left. Yeah. At, at Frisco, home, Miami, home versus Pittsburgh. So I think two of the three will get him. Well, the one seed, obviously, if they beat Miami, uh, it would be huge to beat Frisco or at huge. least keep it close to to everyone, let everyone know in Ninerland that 
you know, that they ain't gonna run through the them like everybody else. So a lot is is uh, what JV JV froze. Oh, did he freeze? <laughs> I, I I didn't even. I thought he was just standing hey, there. Coach. Hey, you know, we got this. All right. We got it. We got it, man. Nah, I, I'm with you, though. I think it's a big-time game, man. I can't wait to see Ravens and Niners. It could be a Super Bowl preview. You know what I'm saying? So, like you said, whether they win or lose, I just want to see that they can actually compete with the team that a lot of people look at, you know, as the best team in the league right now in the 49ers. Yeah. So, uh, but, like, you you know, that's transition. though. You mentioned the Rams. Again, man, the Rams, <laughs> they're, they're rolling right now, too, man. I, I know they had the tough loss against the Ravens, but, like, I know we don't believe in moral, you know, victories, but that was one of those games. I'm like, you know what? C- considering where they're, you know, the Rams are at and the, the way the Ravens are playing, the fact that they were right there in the game, I actually kind of gave them some kudos for that. And then they bounced back again and then they win this week. So against Washington, um, how do you feel about the Rams overall? Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I think they're right there with the way the Niners are playing. Potentially, that Week 18 game may not mean anything for them, which would be great for the Rams. Uh, you know, that that could be the difference in getting in the playoffs or not, having to win that game. But you're, you're talking about a team that be that could have won seven of eight heading into the playoffs with a lot of momentum, and their only loss is on the road to the Ravens, which a lot of people could say you you should have won. Uh, right. So there's a lot, a lot to be excited about. I know Sean, you know, I talked to him yesterday. He's hyped. The, the guys had a great week of practice. Got a short week, big time game in New Orleans. They gotta win this game by any means necessary to keep keep the momentum. So, here's a question for I got for y'all because I've been having this debate. Hey, I don't know what happened. I got hacked, I think, by TikTok or whatever. But I, got, I just went, I just went broke. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so, if who is more important to their team of the MVP candidates, would it be? Okay, let me put it like this, because this is my argument. You take C-Mac away from the Niners, Purdy isn't as the level he is. You take Purdy away from the Niners, C-Mac is still as dominant as he is, which means I put him ahead of Purdy in the MVP if it was today. But some people say opposite. Some people say Purdy's, no one could be doing what Purdy's doing. So I want to get your guys' thoughts on that. Nah, CMC is clearly the MVP of that team. We've seen him. We've seen Purdy operate without CMC, and he's not an MVP, and he lost three in a row. So let's just be honest. CMC done his thing. And Smitty's going to use Trent Williams. First of all – Trent Williams and Debo was out. Hold on, though. We love left tackles in this game. They're the second-highest paid offensive player for a reason. They – uh-oh. Is he, is he, he's out again. <laughs> See? Go ahead, Smitty. Take over. That's the universe right got? there. That's the universe. They knew he was about to say some crazy BS. They had, they, had to, they had to stop him right there. But no, listen. Is C-Mac better in his position than Purdy is in his position? Hell yeah. Not even a conversation. But Purdy plays the quarterback position. And just by nature of the position. I'm with you. I think it's just naturally more valuable. Look, look at last year in the NFC Championship game. Purdy goes out, gets hurt in the, the first drive. All hell breaks loose. The game is over. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that it, it's tough because what C-Mac is doing, C-Mac is doing everything. He's running the ball. He's catching out the backfield. He I mean, like he makes offense look totally I mean, different. I mean, touchdowns, I mean, it's, it's – It's crazy what he's doing. So, that's a hell of a question, man. But, Smitty, you can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm getting booted. Um, 
to my point though, you can schematically devise a way and a plan to counter a left tackle being out with an added tight end, with a floater, with a chipper. There's no way a left tackle should automatically dictate Astro Burrow. He made it to a Super Bowl and was a couple plays away from beating the Rams without any either tackle. So, like, we've seen it go both ways. Kansas City gets decimated by an, a dominant front in Tampa without right. having a good O-line. And then we've seen bad O-lines. So, so, someone in the chat, look up Lamar's stats. Because I know if they went out, like, he's got to be up there. I just don't know if his stats. Well, Jet, here's the thing I'd ask are, you. Are up there. Let's let's compare Purdy to another rising star. Not rising, he's a star, but right now in this season, right now. Because Josh Allen has more. Josh Allen's if he wins out, Josh Allen's got to be up there. What he's turned that team around and what he's doing. He has an interesting stat. He's thrown and ran for a touchdown in ten consecutive games. Oh man. So in they're eight and six right now, but they're still out the playoffs technically yeah, right now. I mean, today. I mean, C Mac, C Max, thirteen hundred yards rushing, thirteen touchdowns, another five hundred yards receiving with seven touchdowns. I mean, eighteen hundred yards with twenty touchdowns with three games to go. Let me ask you this though: um, you're talking like twenty-five touchdowns and over two thousand total yards. Best team in but, the league, you know. Who, who's the running back that didn't get MVP? Was it Henry that didn't get it that year? Yep, Derrick I mean, Henry. Lamar's only got 17 touchdowns and seven interceptions. What is his rushing stat? So I know he's got like 700 yards rushing. rushing. I know Lamar has 650 rushing. He leads quarterbacks in rushing. Um, he's he just passed. I think he just had his what? First Michael Vick. Is this his first or second 3,000 yard year? Uh, I got to be second. I think it's second at least. Yeah, yeah. I think it's second. Passed 3,000 yards last night. 3,100 yards uh, passing, 650. Russian. Yeah. Uh, Here, here's the thing I got to say. So, like, I think we live in the now, Edub, and you know this as well as I know. Like, we're looking at 3,100 yards, and we're, like, slobbering over this motherfucker. No, like, no, 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 no. We're not. I'm just – we're just putting them there. the best team in the AFC. 3,100 yards, Edub, used to be a, a good – Seven game stretch for some folks. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying his stats are. That's why I said let me look at his stats so I could get, see if he could be in contention for. It. If they go 14 and three, how are you not going to have him in there as as a candidate yeah. for MVP? Uh, 14 to three, four thousand yards. He gets 20 plus. T- like he yeah. has to be in the conversation. Let yeah. me ask you about a guy that no one's talked about at all on a team that I believe without him has three to four more losses. Matt Stafford. Mostert has 20 touchdowns, fellas. No one talked about him at 22. all. 22. He has 22 touchdowns. 22 touchdowns. No one's, he has 19 rushing touchdowns. Yeah. No one can come close to it, and no one's talking about him at all. He's What's his yards, though? What's his yards? Nine, he's coming six, up on 1,000. yards a carry. Five yards a carry. He's going to have don't get the ball, ball enough. The problem is they got Devin, uh, was it A-Chain or whatever, and like Tyreek Hill. Think about it. Yeah. You're no. sharing the rock. That's like Kobe and Shaq, homie. But Weddle just said it, though. The last thing you just said, Tyreek Hill. The problem is Moser's not even the most valid player on this team. Yeah. And he's number three. That's are, my argument, though. Defenses I aren't worried about Moser, even though he's balling. But t- it's hard because, oh. like, Austin Eckler had like what 19 touchdowns last yeah. year. We never even thought about him being the MVP. So like I'm not like obviously touchdowns obviously duh, they matter, of course. Don't get me wrong, but 
when I look at that team, it's Tyreek Hill, it's Tua, and then it's probably Mostert. If we being real, in terms of the most bad words on the how, team. How are you being real? Again, you keep saying real. No, it ain't real. JB hate when I say keep it real. Homie, and they won 30 to nothing with Mozart being the guy. He's the guy. And they also lost last week when, when fucking Tyreek went out. And we, we were on the show, you included, saying, oh, did, did, did he actually get, get more points as being the MVP? Because they lost? Come on, bro. But The Jets suck. This is my point. I can go get the touchdown against the Jets. No, you're not. See, see, he does. Smitty's acts like he never played this game. It's like he comes off with these crazy things that he never played. I'm like, Smitty, you played this game? So look, let me ask you something. Edub, please explain now as a coach. Could you please explain eloquently to uh Smitty eloquently. here that when you have a game plan in place and you kick the game off, and the guy named Tyree Kill is in your game plan, and then he suddenly goes down. The game plan changes, and we haven't practiced that game plan all week like they have this week without Tyree playing the game. So just so you know, Big Smitty, I dropped the mic on you. That's real. Well, can you also eloquently explain to JB that matchups matter as well, and when you're playing against a team that is officially <laughs> out the playoffs and don't have a quarterback, and the quarterback they did have got taken out the game because he got hurt and had a head injury, and when the defense is on the field all game because their offense can't put up any points, that at some point the defense kind of just gets throws their hands up and it's like it's what it like. I both things matter is all I'm saying. If they're playing against now, the Dolphins got who next week? Dolphins have Dallas. Come on now. So now I want to now Tyree's going to play in, in Dallas get, or in Miami. In Miami. And I guarantee hey, if the, did we talk if, about if, Dallas yet? Oh, <laughs> keep going, yeah, Smitty. Keep going. Keep going, Smitty. Finish, your, finish your thing. My only thing I'm saying is if, if Tyree, if the Dolphins win the game, it's going to – don't be surprised if Tyree has two, two, three touchdowns, 150 receiving yards. That's how they're going to win that game because of him. All season long, they've been going as far as Tyree goes. That just is what it is. Let me ask you this. Has, did Last night, did, did Dak Prescott – was he eliminated from the MVP discussion? Yes. Okay, yes. I no, 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 He still got some big games coming home, so. Okay. You can't not, play that bad. There's no, there's no one, there's no one playing. The whole team did that. They, their defense couldn't stop a nosebleed. So, it's not just, uh, I know it's on Dak, but it's not. Like, their whole team, he still can, he, he, he can still rebound. There's no one pulling away. Who, who's the, who's the favorite? Who, who right now you're saying? After Seattle the, beats Philly tonight, after Seattle beats Philly tonight, we're gonna have we're gonna be right, be right back in the same scenario. By the way, Pete Carroll is seven and zero versus Philly. I'm going with the numbers, the stats, and the facts that Pete Carroll don't lose to Philly. I I got. By the way, just out, out of nowhere, I'm taking Seattle tonight to get back on the winning thing, winning side of things, and make it very interesting between them and the Rams on that seventh. Uh, I got Philly six pick uh, a seed. Uh, <laughs> But having said that, let me move my bad, jumping off topic. Uh, I think Dak is who he is, E-Dub. I mean, we've seen this Dak every year that he has great, in the middle of the season, great numbers and great stuff. But then he's who he is again. Like, he's the guy that I just I can't – I would never sell I know, my I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But, I mean, at, there's guys you just root for, and he's he's a guy that you want your daughter to date. I mean, the dude is just a great guy, leader, works his balls off. Like, 
you can't deny any of that. Like, is he limited in some areas? Yeah, but man, does he ever make excuses? Does he ever throw his teammates under the bus? Does he never not show up? Like, I've been around some terrible teammates, and yeah, you know, he's he's had some struggles in the playoffs, and he plays for Dallas, which warrants that that negativity. But man, he's he's top notch, and I root for him because he's a, he's he does it by the book, man. And you know, all those things are true of what you said. I just hope he. I hope he can pull it out. Pause. Of uh, <laughs> just getting over the hump, man. Because you know he's he's a good dude, and I'm I'm pulling for him. My son is his favorite player, and he went out of his way to 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 say some nice things to him. So, uh, you know. But you're right. I mean, he's got to win the big game. You got to win the yeah. games when they count. That's on everybody's resume. You you don't you don't. Uh, play in the biggest moments and the biggest games. And that's just what you are. So he does have to get over that. And he would say the same thing. And I, and I, and I've heard every, nothing but what you just reiterated. I reiterate exactly what you said. Everyone I know is knows and says the greatest thing, salt on the earth, blah, 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 which is cool. I'm glad he is. Uh, and but, you know, we, you know, but you, hey, JB would rather have a goon out there drinking the night before the game and winning Super Bowls. Win the game. And then like, he's like, oh, that's cool. That's what, that's what he, he'd rather have. I don't care what y'all do during the week. If you win me a Super Bowl, do what you want. Uh, you don't need to lift. You could be smoking all during practice and meetings. You can no, tell you Coach F. You. None of that stuff matters. As you win. He's like, all, that all that kumbaya, that's cool. Yeah, nice that's great. We can be a close knit team. We can hang out at night. I'll, I'll cook you dinner. Nah, man, just give me a win. Take care of your kids. Be, yeah, be, be in the community. That's that's Last cute. Do you all, I'm all I'm saying is, I'm not that's great. No, we know. I don't trust hey. you. All so, I'm saying is that don't matter to me. Yeah, win me the goddamn game. Um, hey, baby, please cut that, Felipe. Please cut that, please. <laughs> hey, so hey, what happened to CJ Stroud? By the way, concussion. Concussion. In the game last last, last week. Oh, he misses all. You game, know what? Yeah. You know what? I'm not. Listen, I'm not. I'm not sugarcoating concussions, okay? And I'm not. Some guys get them super bad. Yeah. I, I've seen guys have headaches and pain for weeks and carry on months. So I'm not saying that, but I'm always saying from my experience and my experience is, okay. I've been now old school. Okay. This is old school before they get, they change the concussions, but I've been out, out on the field, been picked up and have my teammates tell me the call and line me up for a few plays before I come back to, okay. Because, I was not giving my backup a chance to take my job. Thank you. I, never. I just started the show off with this. Sorry. I, I wasn't going to give him my, my biggest. I don't live with fear, but my only fear was is if I didn't push through an injury and my backup came in and I never got my job back. So, and, and that's how I felt the same way. I don't understand how we walk on this. Uh, like, Oh, we're going to get our job back. Like there's no, no pressure no more. Cause we no. live in the, the Jersey swap era. Yeah. Like, fuck, man. I so, I'm the same way. But again, but again, well, Mike, young Mike, 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 it's Mike not players' faults now. Though, like, it, like, like, so if, if you get hit and you give a little wobbly, they got people at the top. Like, uh, uh-uh, uh, take him out. Yeah. Take him out. Go test him out. So I, I think it's out of the players' hands. Today. That's not what he said, though, Smitty. That's not what he said. 
I heard yeah. what he said. I'm yeah, saying, but now, now I, I don't think that I don't think it's that's possible to do anymore with with how many eyes are looking at it. Thank you. I will say saying. this: I was I was a part of like the new rules, and I got knocked out when when McCaffrey kneed me in the head, and I lacerated my. Uh, I had stitches, and you can kind of see it on the side. Oh yeah. So, anyways, I got knocked out. I don't remember oh, like. Man. 30 minutes. The next thing I knew is right before the tackle, I, I, you know, I thought I made the tackle. The next thing I know, I'm in the locker room watching the fourth quarter, kicking a field goal to win. I'm like, how am I even here? Anyways, long story short, I never had uh, effects of a concussion, meaning that happened Sunday. Monday, I got stitches Sunday during halftime. Monday, I was lifting, running. They were saying, no, Eric, you can't do that. I was like, listen, I can do what I want, first of all. Second, I feel fine. So I'm going to go run and lift to make sure I'm ready to play by Wednesday and Thursday when I get cleared. I took tests Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Passed them. Everything was good. I was on the field Wednesday. So concussions to me, I have a hard time, not hard time understanding it because what my concussions were is I blacked out, knocked out, and I never had effects after that. I never threw up, never had light sensitivity. Like some dudes do have it bad, which I'm not downplaying. But for me, I was trying to play through all that. I agree. I'm the same way. Um, I mean, I'll we don't have too. the blood. We don't have the blood like JB. But yeah, you got the best I got, blood. I got a hard school, so maybe that's yeah. You know. And I'll say this too: those concussion tests are actually kind of hard to pass. I don't know what Seriously. the NFL tests are, but in college we had to take them, and it was like a fucking calculus test. And yeah. some guys just probably fell in the test no, because it's, it's hard. also manipulated, Smitty. Trust me, I'm not going to say what I used to do, but I'm just telling you. The baseline, when you take the test, especially in college, you have to do a baseline test now. The baseline is the dumber you are, the easier it is to get back in. Yeah, but they've changed that. They know know if you're not. uh, Manipulating it now. Yeah. Yeah, they know. The way I I got through it. We got to get a few critical things in this five minutes. Number one. We've got a hell no, hell yeah. No, we're gonna we gotta get to that too, but we gotta get through three real critical things for you, real quick. Critical. Number one, what is your take on the Eagle Seriani basically demoting Asai and then promoting Matt Matricia during the week without anyone really knowing? They moved one guy. They made they moved him up to the booth. I think they they brought Matt or Pat uh, Patricia down. Is there something going on in Philly, uh, especially with Hertz being so-called sick now, not taking the flight? We got we've heard AJ Brown and Hertz are getting into it. Uh, they've had team meetings. Is there anything you see abnormal here, or is it something that uh, is just normal operations during the season where we're seeing some struggles and we're gonna make a move? Yeah, yeah, yeah like that's that's football. You you as a head coach, you make changes you see fit to for the best of the team. So. If that's what he feels, you roll with it. And I, I think that's a tight locker room. I, I think Sirianni ha- has a good pulse on that. So all the stuff about he's not liking him or I want the ball, that's typical That's typical receivers in the league. So Hurts uh, seems like a guy that if you got a problem with me, then I'm going to squash it right now and we're going to handle this. So I, I don't see that ever being an issue with Hurts. Like all that stuff is part of the season. Like it's – you're with these guys for five straight months. So there's going to be drama when you're dealing with big personalities and grown men. Like you, you have off days, off weeks, and you're just not a good teammate. You just got to, you got to maneuver through those rough patches. So you hit the, hit the playoffs on a high note and try to go win that thing. 
All right, next up. Do you have any problem whatsoever with Sean Payton last night ripping Russell Wilson's ass on the sideline? Um, I loved it. I thought even down 42-17, I thought it was a huge statement-making CEO decision by I got this guy in check. So does the rest of the team. They see it. They buy into it. Um, I don't see an issue. But we, you and I know what happened here. And I had a, a room full of coaches, and we're sitting there, like, calling it out verbatim before he even rips his ass. We're like, this motherfucker changed the play. <laughs> and it came down to crunch time on snapping the ball where he couldn't even get the ball the play off. Run the play called. I know what I'm doing. I've coached Drew Brees. I've coached Hall of Famers. I've won a Super Bowl. Shut up. <laughs> what the hell I'm telling you to do. You've gotten better this year. We gave up 70. We got this team back in the in, in my control because I've cut critical members of the program and the organization. I think he's got full autonomy. I think everyone's buying in. I think that just solidified it last night, even down or Saturday, even down big compared to a Staley where he wouldn't even talk to the players down 42 nothing because he knew he had lost the team. This guy, Sean Payton, knows he has the team. Uh, you agree to that or no? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's out of the ordinary because not many coaches do it anymore, and it's almost frowned upon. So, no, you, as long as – and I try to remind myself this and, and I try to coach this way, it's never personal. Like, we're just trying to get the job done. And as a coach, if I say something throughout the week that obviously if he went off like that, it was over and over he emphasized, this is what we're doing on this call. Do not check out of it not change it and then he did so you you got to make your point because no one's above the team and as a coach you want to remind everyone that you coach everybody the same a la bill belichick got after tom brady on tough games in front of the whole team like got after teddy brewski mike Vrabel. like that's just the way it is and as as pros i like being held accountable i like being coached i like being pushed for greatness like I don't get sensitive. It is what it is. I know when I effed up. Like uh, there, that's that's part of the deal. But if you're not being coached and if you're walking on eggshells, like then you're just. I don't want you around me. I want guys that are mentally tough that can handle being coached, and be better from it. No doubt. Let's get some hell yeah hell now, Big Smitty. Before you get us out of here, Monday night before we, before we do that, Edub, who you got tonight? Seahawks. Philly. I got Philly. They they with Dallas losing their season is on the line tonight. Seattle is a dumpster fire. I'm not sure what happened this year with them. Uh, is is what's his name? Is who he is? Geno Smith. Uh, you know, is he playing? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I think they're done. Uh, unfortunately, they have a good roster, but Eagles fly. Eagles fly. <laughs> who you got? I'm gonna go with Philly. I'm gonna go with Philly, man. Oh, that's a little hesitant, Smitty. Yeah, come I mean, on, man. Only because I don't know what Jalen Hurts' situation is. Like they're, they're saying he's questionable to play, and he's yeah, flying he's, on a separate plane. Bro, he's plane. tough, man. The guy squats yeah, 700 guy. pounds after a loss, playoff loss. Let's go. Yeah, he's going. I play. got Seattle. I know you got Seattle because you're still trying to get them in the playoffs. They ain't going nowhere. I bet you don't show up Sunday, Christmas Eve. I bet you don't show up. That's the bet. Uh, Ooh, me. Yep, you. Houdini. Who? You mean who? Who? Uh, hell yeah, hell nah, Bailey. Show the graphic. Let's break this down. Hell oh, yeah, hell so nah. Brought to you by Prize Picks, Bet Online, Mint Mobile, AQMS, Big Smitty, BPS, White People Shit, all that shit. Wait, 
Did we do any? Oh, yeah. uh, did we do any MPS today? Um, <laughs> hey, can can we do one? <laughs> we good. Do we got one down there? Yeah. This is E Dub in Fontana back in the day. No doubt. Yeah. I'm with you. Alta Loma. He don't care. This is what he would do with the homies before and after the game. <laughs> this is white people shit to the highest oh degree. He must have got in trouble. He must have been doing something crazy up there with, with someone that he wasn't supposed to be with. And Jumped the husband came in the house and he <laughs> yeah. had to get him out of there. He about to die. <laughs> hey, there's some black. I don't know if this is BPS or 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 I think it's white people shit. But Smitty, give us the black people shit logo. Uh, Bruno, what the fuck? He hunching me. Oh my god, Bruno, Bruno, hey, hey, Bruno, bro, move, Bruno. (laughs) He stayed on her too for a long time. Is that Ash? <laughs> hey, my Stogie, Ash's daddy would, he would impregnate you. <laughs> um, I'm just telling you, man, that, that is some wild shit right there. We got one more. We got one more. I'm going to show this one because this is some white people shit, but it's not. I think it's college people shit. Okay. Getting my back blown out in a bedroom at this random party and hold on, let me let me rewind it. Oh shit, So I'm getting my back blown out in a bedroom at this random party and no way, someone tries bro. coming. You <laughs> see, <laughs> she got she got straight to it. Like it was hey, no way. Any, no way. Listen, I have three daughters. Any sane daughter, go, girl, woman. Goes on it. This has to be a lie. No one. I, I'm telling you right now. These girls got to stop this BS. This is. I'm telling no, you. This is disgusting. I tell girls all the time. Guys want modest, confident women that are confident and 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 have goals and vision for themselves. They don't want this garbage. By the way, that's somebody's daughter, though. Right. That's what I don't grasp and understand. And she goes on to say, because I'm not showing that shit. She goes on to say that he wasn't handling business. Her, His friend knocked on the door and then his other friend. And she said, no, don't go nowhere. This guy's not handling business. I need you to, too. Um, and it's like, homie, I beat the shit out of your ass. Number one, I better not see it online. But it's crazy that these are girls that are daughters. And I'm I like, mean, my, oh. my, my daughter's about to turn 16 and she had, a, she had one of her friends come over he's a boy first time coming over and he came in and i said hey man what's your name he said he came up shook my hand i said listen here i said this is my oldest i said you see how she looks right now if anything's not perfectly on her you're gonna be in a world of trouble and he looked at me and said yes sir and i said we're good and then they hung out the next couple hours we had a good time <laughs> and that was it and then my <laughs> wife my wife is looking in the background like are you serious eric i know what's going on. i'm like listen there, the, she's my oldest. There needs to be an understanding. If you're going to be talking to my daughter, there's only the best. And if not, 
we're going to have big, big problems. Hold on, though. You said they hung out and had a good time. <laughs> they didn't go on their own outside. No, no, no. They were around us. They were, they were around us. There's no, listen, there's no. Hey, I was the same alone way. Alone time in the house. Uh, no, 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 no. Hey, I answered the door. <laughs> Yo, I was like, like, big, like bad boys. Hey, that was right there. That was right there in the living room with with Weddle the whole time. Who you in? He just just walking around like, yeah. Yeah, what y'all doing? (laughs) I I just got you. I ain't going back. (laughs) Oh man. Um, All right. Hell yeah. Hell no. Real quick, we're five minutes past, but we're gonna go five minutes. Trevor Lawrence is a bust so far. Hell yeah. Hell no. I'm gonna say hell no. He's not at the level that he was. The, the, he's not meeting the hype. I'll say that the hype was like Andrew Luck. Oh my god! But he's not a bust. I mean, like a bust. You got to be like, you know, Jamarcus Russell. You got to be bad. Like, yeah. He, he he's he's still a good quarterback. He's getting better. I'm gonna say hell no. Hell nah. Listen, is would you rather have Trevor Lawrence or half these other quarterbacks yeah. or twenty other or? You know, I don't want to name names because it's hard to play in this league, but he's furthest from a bust. He, he's only going to get better, better and better. Yeah, I'm uh, with at the end of his career, if he wins a Super Bowl or not, that's the main thing we've seen. But they got the next guy for the next 10, 15 years. I, I'm with you guys. I'm the same way. I just – I brought it up because people are putting that on social media as he views a bust. I'm like, what? That's just um, ignorance. I would say he's closer – I would say Justin Herbert is much closer to a bust than Trevor Lawrence is. Mm, yeah. Uh, hell yeah, hell no. Controversial one. Athletes are overpaid. Hell no. Hell yeah. You are worth what they're willing to pay you. I know, I know, I know, I know all that stuff. But I, I'm, I come from the perspective that I think police officers, I think fire department, uh, paramedics should all be get teachers, oh, people that bad. really make a difference in, in our community and the youth and examples, like, they should be getting paid way, 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 way more and appreciated for sure. I agree that I agree. The only military, problem, like seriously, yeah. like our military is military makes 40 grand. They should I mean, all I know be they got great benefits and this and that, but that's that's you know I, I met a I met a no, it's just quick next one. I don't want to keep talking. Um <laughs> Smitty said hell no, I say hell yeah. E dub says hell yeah. Smitty's losing right now, down three one. All right. Um <laughs> Sports betting should be legalized in all states. Hell yeah, hell no. Hell yeah. Yeah, sure. I don't I don't care either way. <laughs> I mean <laughs> it should be legal here in Cali so I can bet more because everyone else is betting around me. But doesn't everyone bet. bet anyways? Like all my boys you can't bet. bet in California though. You you're telling me that not supposed to be bet out here, but there's different ways around that. I'll keep yeah, yeah but not not other than prop picks. You can't really bet. Other than prop picks in California, now unless you got to go to Vegas or something, but it, it, it's anyway. All right, what about the apps that everybody uses? Bovada. That's, that's, that's just yeah, but that's that's Is that real betting. I don't know. I've never done it. So you gotta go overseas. You got to what Smitty's talking about. You got to get a bet online, which we have proud sponsors. So bet online. You got to go overseas. Um, hell yeah, hell no. Big Smitty is to you right now, but I want to get an E-dub too. You will admit live right now on the show that quarterback play is at an all-time low. Hell yeah, hell no. Right now, today, in this current moment. <laughs> yeah. Right now, right now. 
Hit the like button right, <laughs> right now. Right now. <laughs> I'm gonna say hell yeah. I'm gonna say hell yeah. Right now, it's pretty low. I'm gonna say hell yeah. I'm gonna say hell yeah. It's bad right now overall. I'll say that. Joe um, Flacco, E Dub. Joe Flacco, your boy is like better than ninety percent of the NFL right now at forty years old. I don't want to go that far, but hey, I, yeah, you see I, that throw he made uh, to Mari Cooper. He, he was playing yeah. before that point, but man, it, you talk about pressure, high level throw. Woo! All right, oh, hey, is it on hey, me? Hey, me? Hell yeah! Thanks. Yeah, into the bank. We got to put E Dub. We got to get. We got. We got to get E Dub blessing because we know E Dub's a happily married, faithful man and father. But it's really towards Smitty. Hell yeah, hell nah. You would take $100 million to not have sex ever again. Hell no. Hell no. I can't. Like, Wait. I literally can't. I'm not trying to be funny. I I can't. Yeah. Listen, there's I'm, so listen, many, so I'm, I'm 29. I can't. Yeah, there's your intimacy yeah. is is a very a connection. Like, yeah. I mean. Yeah, but you'd be miserable and alone. What, what, what's the point of having money if you're I don't know if what's I even your answer? let me hear your answer, JB. You are what you are pretty old though, like 58. What are you? 50? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm I don't know I know JB's answer. I've had enough mm -hmm, yeah. to, to last a uh, lifetime. I don't uh, need any more, man. Blah. Hey. I don't know. No man in the world. You, I don't care how much, how many times you didn't did it. You got. You still want some is more. it is it no sexual acts or is it only sex? Because that would be a loophole, it's JB. Sex, of course, only. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, JB. Nah, I don't JB say, like, nah, fuck that. JB like sex, in the little. <laughs> the AE, the AE, yeah, yeah. He's hey, taking the money and running. Nah, yeah. That's why you think he's Nah, fuck that. <laughs> All that sex, nah, fuck that. All that sex, Jamie, don't, don't, don't try to flip it to, to where it fits what you want and you still do that. your thing. I'm not married like y'all. No. I don't want to even have sex no more. Hey, it, it brings emotion, drama, dr uh, attachments. Nah, I take the hundred mil deuces. Hey, <laughs> hey, great stuff, E Dub. Uh, I got the Seahawks tonight. Um, been a hell of a week, Christmas week. I hope you're in the fam, ready to get busy. Santa's coming. Um, Santa don't come to the hood, Big Smitty. So I'm sorry you're not gonna get nothing. <laughs> hey, Santa ain't coming to my my house. We just moved a month ago. Ain't no Santa Claus this year, so it's what it is. There might be Smitty. Maybe somebody even would gift you. Maybe there's something. Maybe you'll get present. You don't know. Man, hey, never know. Never know. Gotta get that studio beard trim. Um, hey, Utah saw some more a uh, nil stuff they did. Y'all taking care of y'all people, boy. Everybody, like, damn, y'all. Yeah, I, we're I, just trying to be different, you know. Just trying to be different. Right, y'all doing it the right way. Everybody, the whole team is getting something, and that's yep. how you do it. I like that. E Dub, good luck. Uh, hopefully, I'll see you this week or next week or something. You got it. Talk to you soon. You got it, boys. Have a great one. All right, peace. All right, Big Smitty, been a hell of a show. He's been back-to-back, -back, nonstop. Big Mac couldn't join us. He'll join us tomorrow. He was scared. Uh, he got nervous. Got some black people shit real quick we got to end the show with. Let's do it.
is for social media. I thought that was your boy Fa. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh hell, she doing this. She doing this for clout. This is disgusting. Your boy Fa is like not having it. <laughs> hey, so hold on. First of all, those panties wasn't really on. She had them around her ankle. They wasn't really on her. They're, they're, they're super spotless clean. She took them off. Oh, baby right there with a mohawk, though. The baby, yeah. That's, yeah, I like that. That's clean. The baby chilling, you know what I mean? Got the pacifier. Got a little apple, whatever. I don't know. That's not really black people shit. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Nobody in the hood who's ever used panties to, as, a, as a strainer. Hey, it gets struggle. Sometimes the hood struggle, homie. You, gotta, you don't have trainer. I, I get it, but you get a plate and you put the plate down in there and you just kind of, you know what I mean? Like, you don't do, you don't use no panties. There's so many other options. <laughs> I want to know, though. I want to know, is this really what we're doing for likes and clicks? Yeah. I told you, Jay, we gotta do some crazy shit. We gotta figure it out. We gotta, we gotta go like, we gotta go rob some people. You gotta go beat up a coach. You and Chip Kelly gotta do a boxing match. Like, we gotta do some crazy shit to make this shit pop. Dude, that's how we beat the algorithm. Like, it, that's the world we live in. You know, so here's what it is. Like it. We we have to go beat up some people in the, from the chat. Beat up, beat up Roberto and. And some of these people from the chat, you know, Eddie Manyweather, Ron. Hey, why, why Eddie don't show up? up? Like, why Eddie don't ever show up? <laughs> After. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? After the Cowboys lose, he be caught. He literally don't be in the show if the Cowboys lose. Literally. Hey, it's been a hell of a show. We're already 15 minutes out. Try to stay on time today, Smitty. We couldn't do it. You just couldn't do it. It's, 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 it's... You couldn't do it. I guess we can't do it. I, I guess, I guess. hey, this show was now three hours and 15-minute show. So tune in every single day, 6 to now, 9. Yeah, we're going to three Central. hours on the dot. 15 yeah. minutes is what we call after hours. Yeah. So we do after hours and, you know, after hours, and, and, and that's what we do. So, it, you know. I don't, get, I don't get paid extra for overtime. Somebody yeah, said that. In here, and we only got 400 likes. They're not even appreciating us, JB, and we giving them more time. Come on, man. That's crazy. Pound the like, subscribe, become a member if you're not one. Go on over to Mint Mobile. If you haven't, go on over to Mint Mobile. And uh... hello? JB, you there? Hold on. Let me patch you in. Hey, Smitty, I'm connecting you three ways. All right, man. Hello? Yes, sir. Ryan Reynolds on the phone. He said, if you guys switch over, hey, Ryan, you want to talk to Smitty? What's good, Ryan, man? What's going on? Do you want me on the new Daredevil? <laughs> Fuck, what is not even Daredevil? Deadpool, huh? yeah. Daredevil? I, I want to get that new Deadpool. Yeah, that new Deadpool. Deadpool. Daredevil. <laughs> I don't watch no movies, homie. I couldn't tell you. We just fucked up the whole Daredevil thing, man. We'll do it again tomorrow. Deadpool. Hey, uh, pat the like, man. Subscribe. We'll be back tomorrow. It's Doc Talk Tuesday. We got a loaded lineup tomorrow. We got Tank Soldiers coming on. His soldiers over the weekend. Steve Kim. We got Matt. We got Dr. Jesse Morse. It is a fully loaded Tuesday. 
Don't miss it. Subscribe, become a member. Make sure you watch other show uh, clips that we post every day. Pound the likes, share those, social media, everything you do. Donate some money to Big Smitty so he can have Santa show up because it's all about money. Santa needs to show up to the hood. Smitty needs the hood to show up. Big, you know, we got to get him a better internet connection. We got a good internet connection today. I figured it out. I'm out of figuring out the secret. Come on now. I can get up on the board with the wireless. How was that? That was player, man. Like we, we, we went to film to the whiteboard, back to the seat. I love that whole little thing you did right there. That was good. Ad lib. We ain't talked all week. We ain't talked in a week. I don't really fuck with you like that, but we we made it happen. We don't even fuck with each other, but I mean the show's still popping. <laughs> all right, we out of here. See you guys tomorrow. Pound the like button. Peace out. Peace. Get up. Go to sleep. Do whatever you gotta do. Mint Mobile. Peace. We switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we killed it, yeah, it's a wrap. We won the games we missed, and we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB.